When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, the Tuesday version of the show for September 7, 2021. I am your host, Manny Brown, joined as always by my co-host, Josh Rodriguez. Josh, what is good? Man, a lot is good. A lot is good. Uh, I can make, can't make an announcement just yet, but exciting news for... No, no, know, no. Hold job. that. Hold that. Can't hold that it. off. Hold that off. Yeah. Don't do I got that. a nice... I got a cool sign for my basketball podcast. It says the dime <laughs> right there. It lights up. Uh, it's not lit right now because I'm conserving energy. Um, but yeah, good times. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. First season, let's go, man. You're 48 hours away. Actually, less than 48 hours away. Yeah. You know, um, I'm always I'm one of those folks excited. that that, that kind of kicks and drags into football season because it reminds me of the winter. So I don't want to think about it too much. I'm but then it's like but, about a lot of different things. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like sports seasons, you know, the seasons and sports always kind of remind me of like the, you know, the yearly seasons or whatever. And it's like with football, I'm always kind of like, uh, of course, I love football, but it's like uh, it means fall. It eventually means winter and dreariness and cold and whatever. But, you know, I wait to that last week. Where I'm like, I'm really gonna feel okay. And I, I think it helps when college football returns. Like that's when I really kind of like I'm big on college football. I know you're not. I know you're not. I am I'm a huge college football. I, I actually enjoy college football more than I do in the NFL. It's crazy. Are I you serious? Yeah. I, I hate college football. I despise no, I college, college football. football. I hate what college football's become now, but I I, I but I grew up loving college football. I love I college football. It, it's just kind of creepy to me that you have like 60 year old men who never went to this college, like going <laughs> to the games and rooting for high school kids. It's like, you, there's something just we a college kids. You, me, once you mean me, you mean me it, eventually we, someday. Yeah, you man, like if you're going to a freaking like college game and like for no reason, like your son's grown up, he's out of college, never went to that college. And for some reason you go into whatever game and you're just like, oh, let's go. Like, come on, dude. Like what? It's and and the game man, looks so fired, amateur. Man. Jesus, I know, I'm sorry. Fired. I love yeah. you though, man. I love you. It's just, it's it's I've never, I've never been. I've never been to the state of Nebraska, but I'm a huge Cornhusker fan. Like, are you? you know, <laughs> yeah. You're a Cornhusker fan. That's your squad. Get the man. Stop it. Are you serious? That's my squad, man. 
That is my squad. Oh. I'll tell you, there's a reason why. Because people ask me all the time, like, how the fuck do you root for the Nebraska? Like, uh, like people oh. know why I'm a Duke fan. They know I'm a Duke fan. When it that comes makes to sense. Football. Someone doesn't have to explain why you're a Duke fan. I get why. But, but Nebraska, like, that's the first team I really started watching when I was when I was young. You know, I, I would watch oh, in the my, 90s. They were good in the 90s. 90s. Nebraska was Nebraska was Alabama. Like, people don't understand that now. Like, young for the younglings out there, uh, Nebraska yeah. used to be Alabama. Like, you know, like Nebraska was what Alabama is now. Like they were the it team. And then so, you know, I was just sitting there. And of course, growing up in the Northeast, we didn't have any real like college football on that level. Um, you know, I think the closest thing to like a perennial quote unquote powers, you know, I know Miami was in the Big East and Pete teams like that, but like what Penn there's State? No, uh, Penn yeah. State is the closest thing. And even yeah, that the closest is like, thing. So then, so then after, I mean, Rutgers, no, hell no. Rutgers had um, one year. Rutgers had, you know, Rutgers didn't become shit till after I was grown with Greciano, the first, the first right. go around. Right. Um, but honestly, like I just, I just started watching Nebraska, and it was a team I latched onto, and you know, and then of course I knew I, I had some family friends that went to Nebraska, um, a real close friend of the family that that went to Nebraska, played football, Jamal. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna Jamal. lie, I know someone who went to Nebraska who lived in Nebraska though. He, he didn't live in Nebraska. He, he grew up with us here in New York. Uh, Jamal Lord, he used to be a quarterback for uh, Nebraska, and he also played wow. safety in the NFL. Good family friend of ours, and uh, yeah, went oh, to Nebraska. He went to, he went to play though. He, yeah, played he went to play there. Oh, yeah, that makes there. sense. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, so it just it was just it was just kind of a snowball thing where it's like, oh, okay, well, this is a team that you know I just started watching randomly because they were on TV a lot, and I was like, yeah. okay, I gravitated to them. So then it just became a Nebraska fan. I didn't know that the the next twenty years of my life were wow we're gonna be tortured a tortured existence between uh-huh. you know frank solidge and duke is all you Paul got Polini and duke, Bill like, Callahan. thank god you're a duke and laker fan like that makes up for a lot it does that makes up for a lot it does yeah. it does definitely make up for a lot but still man and and even as a duke fan like i've had some devastating losses as duke yeah fan. but you got some championships in there too. i mean i got five championships so i can't yeah complain. i mean you can't I, I, listen every, every franchise like i'm a yankee fan but you're not gonna hear me complain about oh four like it happened, yeah. it sucks. And if you get me to talk about it, it sucks. But I'm not gonna be like, I'm a Yankee fan. But oh man, oh four. But it goes. But, but I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the losses. See, pro sports is different. I, it's it's different. I don't know, man. But like Lehigh still bothers me. You know what I mean? Oh, like that that that, that still that still fucking bothers me. Oh, like, to this crazy. day, it still bothers me. You know, I had I had yeah. Lehigh money line in that game. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, CJ McCollum just owning Duke, which is it, it just it, sign of things mm. to come, right? But mm. you know it it. It still bothers me, you know. Nebraska, it's it's still you know the old one team that that got destroyed by Miami. No shame in losing to one of the greatest teams in in history, but still, still bothers me. Especially oh, knowing they made it to the championship game that year, two thousand one. Yeah, they yeah. they played against Miami, that Miami team, the greatest oh, college football team of all time. Yeah, I know you're yeah, you're was... like anti. You're just not a college football. Yeah, I get well, no, it. I do it's... know that team. That's like Shockey. That's all those guys over there. Yeah. So that yeah. team they played against uh, Nebraska. And Nebraska probably didn't deserve to get to make it to the. To I don't the, know. I thought they played know. Ohio State. That was the second year. So that was Got the it. next year. That Got was it. the next year when Willie McGahee, when uh, Willis McGahee tore up his knee. Right. That was that was the second game. That was the O two season, the O three national championship game. Um. So we played the O one season, O two championship game. We played, I believe it was the Fiesta Bowl. I could have been wrong, or the Orange Bowl. I I think it was the Orange Bowl. But yeah, we lost. We got destroyed by. Probably the greatest team ever assembled. So I guess there's no shame, no in, shame that, in that. But no shame in that. knowing what will become of Nebraska football for the last, you know, Those 18, days, 19 man. years. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know, we fired Frank Solich and he was, you know, like 40 games over 500. But we fired him because he wasn't keeping up the standard of Tom Osborne. Then we brought in Bill Callahan. That was a disaster. 
And then we brought, then we fired Bill Callahan. Had you know, had Bo Pelini for a couple of years, and Bo Pelini was a good coach. You know, you think like, he was like I six. Have no idea what you're talking about right now. I, I did this. not like know six. to have a history lesson of Nebraska football. This is crazy. And, well, I, you you, know you could ask me to guess your favorite fo- uh, college football team. Nebraska would have been like a hundredth on my list. I would have never guessed well, that. Listen, ever. I, listen, we've known each other now what, like almost four years, and this is the first time we're having this conversation. I think it's shame on me. Listen, we gotta get, we gotta get Josh Rodriguez involved in college football man it's such a beautiful sport yeah, come man. on I, it's a beautiful sport listen it just it just looks so amateur man it's like, not a perfect sport it has the a quarterback lot of play is brutal like it's it's <laughs> it just looks very gidgety gadgety like there's just I, th- I think you have you i think you have a view of college football that like the, the college football that used to exist like 80s 90s with the you know the the power eyes and the wing tees <laughs> and shit like that like you know we're at we're half the teams in the country were running like uh run options and and navy's I'll, offense basically i'll tell you when i watched college football it was like a year reggie bush Okay. And then that Texas USC but, game. But college football has changed just so much from even that. That was 2005, yeah. 2006. So, like, it, that feels like decades ago by comparison now. Like, college football now, they're running spread in pro offenses now. I mean, that's really what I mean. It's, it's, it's like NFL light now in a lot of ways. Well, it's not the same. I, I mean, honestly, the NFL has taken a lot from college football from what I've Exactly. Seen. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so now it's like there's, there's yeah, not that Kelly, much I mean, of it. went from Oregon to Philadelphia yeah, and just brought a whole yeah. new freaking. Yeah, Style there's not that much of different differentiation between the two sports now. So no, I just can't get, do it, man. I can't do it. I can't. It's weird. I, it's weird when it's National Signing Day and there's like a 17 year old and he puts a hat on. I'm going to USC and there's like a 65 year old going getting off on it because he's a USC fan. He never went to USC. He doesn't have any connection to USC. He lives in Texas. Yeah, and it's man. like, yeah, man. Shot. That's not going to be you, though. That's not going to be you. I can't, oh, that is. I can't see I'm Duke, man. I'm just, that's me. Every Saturday day, man. Nebraska, Duke. Oh, yeah, don't tell me. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I mean, I don't go crazy. I don't sit there like. But people be going how, crazy. How dare you, Derek so-and-so? You didn't right. go to my school. I mean, I'm maybe maybe a little bit with Duke. Maybe a little bit with Duke. But, yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I cried when Zion committed. I did. Did you? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was Stop like, it, Danny. Why? You, oh, my God. Fucking Zion. Oh, oh, we man. got Zion. Yeah, I'm that dude, man. I'm that guy, man. I'm not ashamed. That class, of it. Is, that class ashamed is crazy. Zion, RJ, and Cam. That, that's the fact that we didn't even win a national championship. Uh, that's a shame. It's, it's still, it still bothers me. Still bothers me. But yeah, you know, that's the other thing too. It's like how many championships we've left on the table as a Duke fan. Like uh, that is true. Like, that is true. There, there, there's been like ten NCAA tournaments. Like Duke's winning this, and then they don't win. I mean, but that's the beauty of college basketball, man. It's just like in a one game setting, do or die. I love it. March Madness. Yeah, can beat it. yeah. yeah. So you don't feel like, but you so you like college basketball, you just can't stand college football. I like college basketball. Well, A, basketball is my favorite sport. Right. Um, B, I like the atmosphere of college basketball. And don't get me wrong, college football's atmosphere is kind of crazy too. But there's something about the game. So I was where just about just, to say, yeah. Yeah. I, I college basketball to me, like I'm starting to not I'm not I don't love college basketball. I way prefer the NBA. Just mm-hmm. I just want to get that out there. Much rather watch the NBA than college basketball. Yeah, I'm um, opposite. I'd rather watch college basketball than yeah, NBA. Yeah, I think it, I honestly I just think because I'm so so passionate about basketball, I could watch it in any form. Mm-hmm. I watch the WNBA, and that's not knocking WNBA, but like if there's a game on, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And Same. Not, not, not many, uh, not many yeah, people will. Not many people do. Yeah, not many people yeah. will, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I I lied a little bit about I, I still prefer the NFL game. I, I think the NFL at its at, at both at their peak, I still prefer uh, at the NFL. Um the only sport that I would take co- college over is I honestly I would take college basketball over the NBA. I, in the regular season, 
I watch more college basketball. I watch more Duke than I watch the Lakers. It's a different game. It's a different game. It just feels pure. You know, the NBA, a lot of times. That's what I'm saying. Like, college basketball feels pure, where college football feels gadgety. There's a difference there. Like, it feels amateur. We gotta, we gotta, we de- we're definitely gonna post this video. We gotta have like a poll on this, but no, nah, man, man, if I, we ever meet in person, like we gotta we gotta watch college football together. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, man. Like this and like this, I like I love like dude, like Saturdays in the fall, like it's all day. Literally from like 9 a.m. to like time, the pack. Yeah, like I watch the Pac 12 at dark after dark game. Like literally, it'll be Washington, Arizona State, and I'm glued in. Matter of fact, I'm going to a UW game in a couple weeks. I think UW oh, Oregon. Dope. And I'm just going just to go. Like I've 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 yet to go go see the new uh, the remodel of the UW uh, of Washington Stadium. There it's nice, and I'm going. And it's like that's how much I love college football. I'll sit there in the rain yeah, and I mean, watch not watch my team. <laughs> and you know how it is in the Northeast, man. I mean, you grew up there too, so it's kind of like you know what it's like. It's yeah. I mean, I know you moved, um, but like you know that like it's non-existent, like non-existent in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So growing up, like I gravitated to other things, and I yeah. see college football. I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Really, yeah. Who am I going to root for? <laughs> yeah, no, I get, I, I get it. Yeah. I get why folks like. I have a lot of friends that just don't watch college football, man. I, yeah. I you know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So that that's what that's what makes me a unicorn in a lot of ways on that. But yeah, I, lo- I love college football, man. Like this a unicorn this week, husker. That, that <laughs> <laughs> like this past weekend, this past weekend, glued to the TV, literally glued to the TV, all day Saturday, all day Saturday. You know, Sunday, um, I, I didn't watch as much of the Notre Dame Florida State game because I was watching wrestling. Yeah. But uh, you know, outside of that, you know. I also feel like the like the Alabamas of the world are so much better than everybody that it's like kind of boring. That is the that is the that is the issue. And I and I was alluding to that when I first started this whole thing. It's not the game that I fell in love with. Like college football's changed a lot. And I think yeah. like college football is getting a lot of negatives. Put out there now because I think Alabama's hurt sport. I really do, and I'm not saying it's, like, this as it's a, not even fun to watch. Not, like they, I, I not, turn on the TV for like two seconds, they're kicking the crap out of Miami, and I'm like, I yeah, thought Miami was yeah, good. It, what the hell is this? It's, listen, you can say that about every sport. You know, the, yeah. the good teams, the dominant teams. You know, I've always been a I've always been a believer that you know you know you know you know the old adage that oh you know sports fans love dynasties. Everybody loves the dynasties. I don't. I think after I think you love a dynasty for about a five year period. After five years. And and yeah, Alabama's they, going on a 15 year run basically now, right? No and it's like Patriots after a while. No, after a while, like I, you know, after basically 2007, you know, and the Patriots still kept being good and still, be, you know, after a while it just got boring. Like, right. and I think Alabama's hurt the sport. I think Alabama is too good. Like, look at this year. Like, the biggest. You want to know my recap on this past weekend? Right now, um, I don't think anybody's beating Alabama this year. But th- that's every year. Like I hear that but, every but, you year. Know, but, but like literally, it's every yeah. year now. And, and the reason I say that this year because I don't think the SEC is that good. I think Georgia's defense is great. I know they were missing some starters on offense, but Georgia's the same issues with Georgia still exist. They don't their offense. I hate their offense. I hate their offense in big games. I don't trust Kirby Smart in a big game offensively. So Georgia's the closest team to them defensively. Um, but to beat Alabama, you got to score. And I just don't see an offensive team that can score with them. I, I just I don't. Clemson, no. Um, you think Clemson lose? Yeah, Clemson lost to Georgia. Yeah, oh, to Georgia. Okay, Got Clemson it. lost to Georgia, and yeah, I I didn't Auburn love the Clemson. Mm, Auburn's Auburn's up and down every year. They fired Gus Malzahn, Ohio which State. I don't Ohio understand. Ohio State's the only team in the country offensively that can match Alabama, but Ohio State's defense is shit. I, I don't love their defense, and I think that young quarterback is gonna he would scare me. Um, 
because I think he's going to have an up and down year. He'll have moments of brilliance like he had the other night against Minnesota, but then he'll have moments where he just, I mean, he's a freshman quarterback, so it, it's going to happen. But yeah, I think Ohio State, I don't think Ohio State's there. I think they're the closest one offensively, but everybody else in the SEC, like Florida, Florida's quarterback didn't impress me at all. They struggled. Um, you know, like I said, I talked about Georgia, LSU. We talked about that. You know, Georgia lost. Yeah. LSU lost to UCLA, so that yeah. automatically disqualifies them. Um, you know, South Carolina. You know, Kentucky. There's nobody in the SEC right now. The SEC is down this year, in my opinion. Pac-12. Now, I know it's Oregon. one game. Oregon, SC, SC is going to be SC and Oregon is going to come is going to basically decide the the you know the Pac-12. Um, yeah, nobody in the Pac-12. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's defense is always a question mark. So nobody in the There's Big nobody. Twelve. There's nobody. 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 Michigan. Michigan's whack. <sighs> Michigan. You know, Michigan. Will be, I, listen, law of averages will tell you Michigan will be a little bit better this year, but but the you know, they Ohio finally they fi- they finally have their quarterback. Cade McNamara is good, but okay. yeah, will they beat Ohio State? Yeah. They lose them all the time. I, I feel like every time. I, I, like- I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say. That Ohio Michigan will finally beat Ohio State, bro. Every I, and I don't watch college football, but every year it's like, don't yeah, they do. they do, they do, and rivalries. It, it is Michigan, the best. It Ohio is State, the best and then it's it always the like Ohio State wins. <laughs> it, is, it is the best and rivalry in college football. Like it is, slammed. it is, it is North Carolina Duke for college football. Is it? But yeah, it is. It is. There's, there's nothing. I mean, the closest thing would be Auburn, Alabama. Okay, but as Michigan, far as just Ohio State. passion, intensity, yeah. history, I'd say the closest thing would probably be Alabama, Auburn, Texas, Oklahoma, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some candidates out there, but nothing's like, in my opinion, there's nothing like Michigan's Ohio State. Okay, and yeah, um, the history, the tradition, all that, like you know, Michigan State yeah. catching L's, though, man. Every time I, I, I can yeah, play. I mean, in the last twenty years, I mean, basically since Jim Trestle, Michigan has been unable to beat Ohio State in a big spot. You know, the, the only the only coach that beat Michigan in a big spot was was Brady Hoke, <laughs> and they ran him out of town. So. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think anybody's beating Alabama. I mean, honestly, the only you know, Alabama's biggest opponent, the biggest weakness is Alabama. Um, I think their defense is not as good as they've been over the last couple of years. They're they're much more of an offensive team now. So if they have injuries or their offense struggles, you know, that can be the only thing that can slow down. I, I just don't I don't love the SEC this year. So I think they're going to waltz through the SEC. Like, I, I think they're basically going to go undefeated against the SEC this year. Um, okay. I think the playoffs has hurt college football. That's the other thing. I think, the, I, I, you know, it's crazy. I think I missed the BCS. I hate it. I used to shit. Like, I, pre-podcast days, I used to, like, basically just rant for hours upon hours about how bad the BCS was. And now I miss it. I think the, I think the college football playoffs have hurt college football. Why? They've devalued the regular season now. And... Manny, how do you, how do you devalue the regular season? Only four teams well, I think make the playoffs. Only man. four teams make the playoffs, but it's but 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 look but look at it right. So you have four teams that make the playoffs, right? But it's the four same teams every single year. Is it because yeah, like Ohio because State, no, Alabama, yeah, it's, it's Ohio State, Alabama. Like this year, right now, I can tell you right now, it's going to be Alabama. It's going to be Ohio State, mm. Clemson lost, so that that kind of hurts that, but. But Clemson plays in a garbage ass conference, so Clemson will probably still be there. It's going to be Ohio name? State. It's going to be Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. And then that fourth spot is is either a second SEC team, in this case Georgia, maybe Auburn, um, Oklahoma, or Notre Dame. So okay. that, that's basically that's. I mean, that's I, like literally 
That is going to be it. So you just rather the BCS be like, just choose Alabama's opponent. Basically, that, ge- that first of all, that added more intrigue and value to the regular season because every game mattered. If you played 12 games, 13 games, one loss, you were done. That's in the also BCS why I don't like college football. It's like week one, like if I'm a Nebraska fan and they get blown out, it's like, okay, there's no point to the season. But that, like, but that, you, but that was you stakes. Can't. That's stakes. What? That's that's added stakes to yeah, every but then, game. Like, after week one, your season's over. That's crazy, man. Like I don't care about the Capital One Chick Fil A Doritos Bowl. Oh, I agree with you. Like I don't care L- about that. Listen, I I don't want anybody to misconstrue this. I hated the BCS. I still hate the BCS. But yeah, to what we have now, I hate the college football playoffs. They there is no standard. Like you don't know what they're picking every year. Some years they emphasize conference. You know you know conference schedules they emphasize you know your non-power it's, it's five whatever, the sec it's, in, it's, let's it's, be it's honest. basically it's basically put in the five biggest brands in the sport yeah. or, or the four biggest friends you know, three of the four biggest brands in the sports and then you know whoever is the most deserving fourth team like last year ohio state had no business being there no but but of course they chose ohio state who should have made it Nor- i can't even remember think. last year feels like forever ago but like i can't even i can't even remember like I know Ohio State probably didn't deserve it. Now, obviously, it makes me look bad because Justin Field, you know, Justin Fields lit up Clemson in the, you know, in, in the in the first playoff game. But right. still, you know, I don't think I don't think Ohio State deserved to be there. Like the the last few years, Notre Dame has made it, and Notre Dame Notre Dame has been embarrassed on the national stage right. every single time they've made it to the college football playoffs. So they don't deserve it. I, I'm not a big fan of the college football playoffs. I think I expanding it. I'm kind of in the middle on expanding it. I know some people want to expand it to eight. Some people want to expand it to 12. Yeah, I don't know how I'm I feel saying. about that. Expand it a little bit, man. Like make it more of a playoff. Eh, I don't know. But, but even but then, then you, have, like, you have those teams, right? Who like go undefeated and like don't even get a chance to make the playoffs. Like that's crazy to me. Like, I think yeah, now that is crazy. Now that I agree with. And that's why I hated the BCS. Like Boise state, like Boise state should have at least played for one national championship. Right. I agree with you. And, and, and that's what hurts the, that's the argument that hurts the BCS system or, or before the BCS, the college, you know, the bowl Alliance where you basically pick the bowl and then had the coaches and the media basically decide who the two best teams were. And that never worked either. Um, listen, there was no perfect system. I think in a perfect world, yes, you want to have a playoff system. I just don't like the playoff system that they came up with. That, that's my. Okay. All right. it, it just it just created more issues. Like, and 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 then the playoff system by definition has also hurt recruiting because now if you're a recruit, you're going to Clemson, Ohio State, or Alabama. That basically, like why that has a chance? Why would you not yeah. Alabama? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, like Alabama, Alabama has literally guys that are probably going to make the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, playing on the bench for two years. That's disgusting. Think about that. Didn't they have um, Mac Jones, Tua, and um, I'm missing Jalen Hurts on the same same team. team? (laughs) <laughs> and all three of them are starting on all starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Now I think all three of them are not great quarterbacks. So that's a whole right. other, that's still crazy. That's a whole nother, but I mean, that's, I mean, they, they, they are, I, I never thought we'd see another Miami basically because Miami to me, still Miami top to bottom. Now, is Miami has that swag, man. That, that, that we'll yeah. never see that swag again. Yeah, we'll never see that again. But like Alabama's not Miami as far as the level of talent, but they're the second closest. Yeah. You know, they, they're just, they, you know, and, and, and it's like, it's Nick Saban. It's Alabama. You know, he basically walks in, puts his rings on the table. And it's like, yeah, come here. That's crazy. You know, it, right, it's, you, it, you need to give me homework, man. I, I need homework. 
Give me some uh, homework. Um, listen, man, I think you just need to I, listen. I, you don't need to be like a, a diehard college I'm football a fan. I, I, you know what? USC. I live about like 10 blocks from USC. SC, SC, you know, SC, UCLA, listen, UCLA, UCLA looks like they're going to be, UCLA looks like, I don't, I'm not going to say UCLA's back because that's the, that's the favorite thing college football fans love to say when their team wins a big game, you know, (laughs) me included, Nebraska beats Oklahoma in a couple weeks. I'm going to be fucking sitting there saying, yeah, we're back. No, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but UCLA looks like finally they're out of the doldrums. They did beat LSU. Uh, this LSU is not as good as obviously the you know the team that won two years ago, but this, it's still LSU. It's still LSU. It's still a marquee win. You know UCLA might be a fun story to watch. You know, you know, okay. see if they can they can you know recapture I, I, some of that glory. Yeah. SC is always fun to root for. Um, honestly, man, I, I I'm right down the street from SC. I I, I feel like I yeah have to go with SC. from a lo- from a location standpoint, yes, yeah. SC. But I was going to give you something. I was like, I would follow like a team like Rutgers, man. Shiano's building it back up. I thought about that while I lived in the Northeast. Shiano's building it back up, man. Shiano's Shiano's building it. Shiano's building it back up. Is he? Yeah, they'll be back in a few years. Yeah, yeah, they'll be back. It's what's also crazy too is like you know you think about your Californias, you think about your Texas. Like obviously Mm -hmm. that's where like most of talent comes from. But Jersey's no joke in football, bro. Jersey's got Jersey's got Jersey has talent. I was just about to say that Jersey's got a lot of talent. It Uh, just goes out. Got a lot of. PA's got a lot of talent. Ohio's got a lot of talent. It's about recruiting, man. More than any other sport, you know, I, that's the difference I feel like college football is than uh, college basketball. College basketball is definitely about recruiting, but it's also about player development, yeah. you know, as opposed to college football where it's just like, it's about recruiting, man. You got to recruit in college football, man. Yeah. And I'm not saying you got to recruit at Alabama's level, but you have to recruit. You have to recruit. Yeah. And, and then you, and then, on, and then it's twofold because you have to recruit and then you also have to develop. And that's the issue that's killing Nebraska. We've done a pretty good job recruiting. We just can't develop our players. And that, that's that speaks to coaching. But and Nebraska yeah. lost this past weekend. No, they won against Fordham. Uh, they lost. <laughs> they lost. They lost to Illinois. They lost They lost to Illinois in week zero. So, um, so yeah, Fordham. Like yeah, they won Bronx. fifty-two to fifty-two to seven. Yeah, like Fordham Rams. Yeah, yeah, Fordham Rams. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, listen. Football. Yeah, they do have a football team. They're they're, they're oh, FCS. Man. They're FCS. Um, oh. listen. I'll I'm take sorry, every win I, I can get as a. As I, a I did not expect. Right I did not expect them to beat down a team from the Bronx like that. Like that's funny as hell. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, Nebraska should win that game. I'm still pissed off that we lost to fucking Illinois, but you know. Wait, does that count on your record, the Illinois game, or is that preseason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week zero. Oh, so so week. So college football the last couple of years has been doing this like week zero thing, where it's like they'll have one or two marquee games that start before all the other games start, and that was one of them. Week zero. Yeah. So Illinois, Illinois, Nebraska was pretty much the only like main game on. You know, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and we lost that game. To Brett Bielema, who hadn't coached in like four years, and is Illinois. Illinois has right? been right the past few years, from what I remember. Right? No, uh, no, not bad. I mean, Illinois was Illinois has been terrible football. Oh. Yeah, they've been terrible. Lovey Smith got fired uh, a couple years ago. He was the last coach before Brett Bielema. Wow. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there we go. I need. So I think I think I think I've talked about the most college football on this show in forever. So that was interesting, I, man. Listen, I love college football, man. You could tell. I I want to talk about it. You know, I want to talk about it. But you know. I gotta I gotta watch some SC games. We'll talk about it. Yeah, you know. Listen, we're both out here in the West Coast, so SC would probably be the most uh, convenient of all the teams to to watch. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, man, just find it. You know, honestly, you don't even have to like follow a team specifically, man. Just kind of follow the 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 big storylines. Find a fun team to kind of follow, and you know, just kind of latch onto them. Follow a story like or a player that's coming out of nowhere to like be in the Heisman Trophy consideration. That's always fun. got you. Like I remember, oh, yeah, I had to do a project. Um, I had to do a project on that. I did a project on freaking Nosha Moreno. Oh wow, no Sean Moreno. Oh wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reason I bring that up is because I remember when RG3, you know, kind of came out of nowhere, not came out of nowhere, but pretty much came out of nowhere and vaulted himself into the Heisman race and won it, obviously. Yeah. Um, that was fun following along. I happened to watch a lot of Baylor games that year and just following that trend, you know, following him from basically putting up numbers that first game to just the trajectory. Yeah, that's fun. So, the, you know, there's fun things to follow in college football, man. So, you know, it is what it is. But, right. you know, yeah. listen, let's get Josh to let's, let's get Josh to uh, follow some college football, man. USC, UCLA, November 20th. That's got to be fun. You should probably go to that game, too. Yeah. That, November 20th. That's that'd be a good game. Where is it at? Is it in is it at it's the in SC? Is that SC? Uh, that's a good game. That's a good game. That is a that is a good game. That is a good game. It's always a good game. I wish that that's another rivalry that can match Ohio State, Michigan, really? as far as history history wise. Yeah, history wise. Yeah, when yeah. when SC and UCLA were at their peaks in like the seventies, eighties, even the early nineties. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was you know. SC I didn't know UCLA, UCLA had a program like that. Oh yeah, UCLA has been a very good football football program. I mean, obviously basketball still tr- trumps it, but. UCLA was for a lot of for a long time. UCLA was a good football team, a football football program. They fallen on some hard times over the last, I'd say, ten years. Okay, but you know, Chip Kelly. You know, if if there's anybody that can bring him back, it's Chip Kelly. So we'll see, we'll see. And it looks like, he, looks like he's he's starting to because I was shocked at the LSU victory. Like they out physicaled LSU, and that was. That was, that was, that was, yeah, that, that, that took me by surprise a lot, but yeah, it's going to be a fun year. I, I just, again, I, I just don't see anybody beating Alabama. That's All my, right. that's my, that's my major recap of this past week until proven otherwise, man, Alabama still, Alabama still Alabama. So All right. we shall see. We shall see. We shall um, see. before we get into the football, um, I don't know what, what other current event items it's weird. It's, I don't know. We do these shows like every two weeks in the summer, and it just feels like thirty years of news is has passed us by, especially like, lately. Yeah, I know, right? Um, you know, apparently we still care about Afghan women, so we won't. Uh, <laughs> we, won't um, <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, Texas continues to Texas. Um, oh my God, Texas we're, we're gonna, and Florida. We're going to breeze through. We're going to breeze through the politics this week because I just Texas have no. And I Florida, just, man. They're DeSantis and Greg Abbott, man. These two. They're just they're competing for who can be the biggest douche. Right. And Walking the biggest the douche team. will then become the Republican nominee for president in 2024. Oh, it's DeSantis for sure. Yeah. Abbott, Abbott, I don't think Abbott has the ability to fail up that way, but uh, DeSantis, <laughs> DeSantis, DeSantis, DeSantis does. DeSantis does. Yeah. Um, it's a talent also itself, man. It's a talent also <laughs> itself. Um, you know, our friend, um, our friend, uh, what's his face in LA, in California, your neck of the woods is, uh, is, bro, is Larry Elder. Don't get me started with him. Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Hey, Larry Elder might be the next governor of California. Man. Yeah. If that happens, man, I, I, it'd only be for a year, but still. Gavin Newsom, man, he's in trouble. Would not be surprised. Like he'll still probably pull it out. 
but the reason why I'm not the only reason why like he's in trouble is because and this is always the case the left doesn't vote the right votes the right will fucking go out and they will go to the booth and they will take care of business and I did not know so many people hated uh, Newsom like that I don't I don't hate Newsom I don't like him particularly but like I come from a state where Cuomo was the fucking governor, so like yeah, Newsom, Newsom, Newsom's Newsom's Gandhi by comparison. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and I don't pay too much attention to California politics. I here and there I do. I think the way um, he handled the pandemic, I think he kind of gave into the right wing. That was the biggest thing. Yeah, and that's and that's the crazy thing too. It's like this dude like gave into y'all, and you are still like hammering him home like he didn't do it. Like it's like from my perspective, it's like yeah, like why did you guys? Why did you listen to these guys? Like. California, like when New York was being hit, like during that first wave, California was fine. Like they were doing okay. Um, But, you know, and that, and the whole country in general, it's like, I feel like all these governors, the federal government, they got Fauci even like CDC got all this pressure from like anti-maskers and they just decided to fold earlier than they should have. And look at what happened. So that's my that's my critique of Newsom, like the conf- conflicting messages. We were talking before the show about the conflicting messages between the health officials. Newsom, the same thing. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. You know, mm-hmm. lockdown, no lockdown. It, it's confusing. And no matter what you support, you don't like that because you just want one central message. So that's where he went wrong. Yeah. But the crazy thing, he wasn't even he wasn't even recalled because of the pandemic. He got recalled before the pandemic, which is a lot of people no, yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the funny part. Yeah, I agree. And uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, I think, like I said, I think he still will survive most likely, but um, yeah, it's, it's, because if, if if it's not Newsom, it's Larry Elder. He's, he's, yeah, it's, it's Larry Elder. Oh my God. Which is like, I had a talk of a a friend off the freaking ledge of Larry Elder, like in 2016, (laughs) showed me like an appearance that he made on Dave Rubin's podcast because Dave Rubin credits Larry Elder for hitting him over the head with facts about racial inequality. I have a friend, I'm not even kidding you, who I text every like three months, just the sentence, Dave Rubin is a moron, don't you forget it. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> just just oh, to make joy. sure he doesn't fall down that uh, path. Oh my God. Larry Elder. Ugh. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, nah, that's, yeah, that, I, I can't even, ugh, I can't even imagine that. But yeah, no, listen, Newsom's in trouble and uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can pull it out. I think he will ultimately. I think he will ultimately, because um, I don't think Larry Elder is the, the, the Schwarzenegger type figure that can that can get people to vote for him. There's not much excitement around Elder. It's more just nah. hatred towards Newsom. The, 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 yeah, that's what. The, and even sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that's enough. Well, that's you the thing know? with the recall thing, because right? if if they vote to recall him, it's whoever gets the next, whoever gets the most votes after that. So Larry right. Elder could win with like 14 percent of the recall right. votes and Absolutely. still freaking. I that's, think he's got to get. I think he's got to get to a certain threshold, though. I think that's the rule. Oh, I think see, I don't know that. To, Maybe he does. I think he. I think there's a certain. Anybody who's watching or eventually going to listen from California or knows the you know knows the rules with these recalls. These recall, recall rules are always a little weird, and I'm a little always a little um, hazy on what the exact rule is. But I think you do have to get over a certain threshold like i don't think you could just get like nine percent and still win um i think you do have to get like over a certain threshold but i think i think if you get to something tells me like 20 percent or something like that i'm not even sure again somebody correct me out there um i'm trying to figure it out but um, but yeah if he if he gets you know it's not like it's not a plurality it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean he has to win most the most votes or has the most you know support 
you know, he could fucking win the office of the fucking governorship of California on, you know, 18% of the fucking vote. And he's the governor of California. So I, I just, be- I just cannot believe that there are people who like consciously like vote for that type of platform. It, it blows my mind. Every time I talk about it, every time it just does not make any sense to me. It doesn't blows my mind too, man. But you know, I'm, I'm almost numb to it now. I, like, I, I don't even, I don't even. Oh, me like, too, man. Like, I, I, I used to, I used to tweet something political every day. Now it's like once every two weeks for me. And I tweeted something yeah. political yesterday, so you won't hear from me again until October. It's a, yeah, I, just I can't do it anymore. I don't have the energy for it, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I shouldn't say I don't have the energy. I still have the energy for it, but it's just like, what's the point? You know, because it's like I'm not in the business of convincing people anymore. It's like realistically, you're going to believe what you want to believe anyway. So. At this rate, you know, I, I I think I'll do more engaging with normie Democrats than I do Republicans. I, I don't fight with Republicans at all. Like, I have no reason to fight with you. Listen, you want to believe yeah, in- My goal is to bring normie Democrats to the left. That's that's my goal right now. <sighs> Fuck, we're failing so bad at this shit. Jesus Christ. Be- <laughs> we're failing so bad at this shit. Oh, my God. But yeah. But listen, no. Yeah. We didn't want to talk about not, it. It's not good. It's not. It's not. It's not. Let's not do it. Let's not do yeah. it. Um. Yeah. Uh, the Mets continue to be a disaster and a topsy turvy. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ! Like, out of all, the, like, out of all the things the Mets could do last week, obviously the thumbs down. We missed the thumbs down controversy, controversy or whatever. Then of course that. Zach. Then they Scott. rip off like six straight. <laughs> right. And then of course, like r- once you think like everything's starting to quiet down with the Mets, like oh my god, maybe they're getting on a run here. Zach Scott fucking drives drunk and you know gets pulled over. Pissy drunk. Of course, coming from Steve Cohen's house. Now, so <laughs> p- folks tweeted that, listen, there was a seven hour gap between when he left Steve Cohen's house, a Met function, to when he was actually, you know, stopped or, you know, you know, issued the DUI or whatever. So, there, you know, clearly he went somewhere else. I don't think he'd left and it took him seven, right. seven hours to get where he was going or get to the location that he eventually got pulled over at or stopped at. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it's the Mets, man. What can, what what can I say? People ask me all the time. Follow me on Twitter if you, if you want my thoughts on the Mets, because it's just it's 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 like what can I say, man? I can't even say anything anymore. It's 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 it's. it's and they've given you hope again. Last time we talked, there was no hope. Now you, I, even <sighs> after the thumbs down and the drunk, you, you know what they're gonna do. You know what they're gonna do. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make it to the last game of the season. They're gonna make it. And you're in, and then they're gonna lose to like the freaking Miami Marlins. Yeah, I don't even know who they played last. We game play. We play the Marlins. I think the last game of the season. See, yeah, there we go. See, that's it's just so. written in the stars. That's what the Mets mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be Edwin Diaz that blows that game too. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be five one going to the ninth. Five to one. <laughs> I, I, I know it. I did. dude, you don't have to tell but, me. But they're I, not. I they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose six to five. They're going to lose eleven to five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just, I just know it. They're going to get close. They're going to get close. They're going to get close. They're going to get, get. They're going to just. Get and right they're going to, they're going to lose to like a rookie picture, a rookie left-hander who is zero mm-hmm. two with a six point seven six ERA going into the game. The game of his life that game against the Mets. He's going to go seven and two thirds. <laughs> Dude, I'm starting to think that like we literally like I don't know what the fuck we did. Like we must have like made a blood sacrifice to win in '86 or something to like literally come back. You know, the ball between the le- between Buckner's legs. Like maybe that was some something, some santeria or like a blood sacrifice or something. I don't know what the fuck we did to win that championship in '86, but I swear to God, God. 
divine intervention somewhere. Like it's enough. We've had enough now. Like I get 2015 was fun, man. That was a fun year. I mean, I wasn't even a Met fan. Even that was even that because it was like, listen, it was heartbreaking and it was a five game series. It was a close five game series. People forget that. Like it could have went either way. Um, but just the simple fact that you went through that, like a team that was even like thought to, I was mad for a month, bro. Bro, for a whole month, I was just pissed off. Like the whole month of uh, the whole month of November, I was just pissed off. Yeah, Terry Collins is like, actually still walking in the dugout, pacing after taking uh, not taking out Matt Harvey. Like he's still there. Yeah, yeah he's he's, he's still mad at himself. But yeah, as bad as 2015 was <laughs> to me as a Met fan, because people ask me all the time, like, what's the worst loss as a Met fan? Like, obviously, I, I I started rooting for this team in the 90s, so you know, I wasn't around for 86. I wasn't around for 88. Mike Sosha. So I wasn't around for those, but you know, as a as a Met fan, 2006, that t- still to this oh, day. Oh, that that's any that, any uh, honestly, that, I think any Met fan would say that. I think a seven year old Met fan would say that. No, there's some that would say, you know, some would say. I know some that say that some of my uncles will say 88. You know, Mike Sosha, Game Four, ninth inning, Docs dominating. You know, then the home run ties the game. Of course, they win in extra innings. Um, 88. Especially knowing what happened, that team never got back again after that. See, I think that's um, what it is. Well, same thing with 06. 06, they were never. Yeah, 06, 06. I mean, losing to the fucking Cardinals. Ugh, that hideous Cardinals team that had no business winning. It just bothers me, man. I, I still have nightmares. After, of, I still have bro. nightmares of Beltran with the curveball. After Indy Chavez's catch, I would have bet my life. My life. Same. My life. That not Oliver, only were they winning that game, they were winning the World Series. You have My Oliver life. Perez pitching the game of his life, and yeah, we lose. It, it's yeah, it's, it's the Mets, man. It's the Mets, life, dude. That's that's my life, my, man. I would have bet my life they would have won. The, they were winning the World Series. But hey, uh, enough about the Mets because I don't want to. I don't want to focus on them. Hey, just just you know, I'm looking at the calendar, man. In like about two months, obviously. This Sunday, Jets football. We'll, we'll talk about that um, in about two months, or actually, what in a month? Be Lakers and the uh, the senior the senior citizen express takes play, <laughs> um, and then in about two months, Duke basketball, baby. I'll be in my blue blue hoodie, Duke beanie. Yes, I'm that guy, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to disappoint weird, you, man. man. It's uh, it's, I mean, it's not weird yet. You're still in your 30s. When you're 60 and you're doing that, I'm gonna be looking at you funny. I'm still gonna. I mean, is it is it messed up that I've already like looked at sending my kids to Duke? No, I mean, I think I, I think all your kids should go to Duke under uh, full basketball. From an from an, from, a, from, a, from, a, from an academic standpoint, yes, but yeah, know, even just from a sport, Duke's a great school. Listen, if Nick is balling for the Duke Blue Devils, like you've done your job as a father. I I agree. That's like, why thousand percent. Like I don't even care. like it's <laughs> it's to the point. It's to the point. Like oh no, Dad, I just I want to go to like Juilliard. Nah, we're gonna go to Duke. No, 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 you're gonna do. I gotta do. You're gonna do. You're gonna do. No, just I don't want to go to Stanford. No, Duke. Just Duke, please. <laughs> Duke's but, a great uh, school. It's a great school. Haters, 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 haters. Yes, I know. Yeah. Duke is a good school. So that's all right. Um, but hey, man, listen. Um, it is September 7th. It'll be the 8th by sometime. Time you guys hear this. Football season is officially here. The NFL season is here. We talked about college football, obviously, a couple of segments ago. Now we're talking about the, the big boy league, the pro, the pro league, uh, the National Football League. It officially uh, gets underway this Thursday night. Uh, Cowboys traveling to Tampa to take on the defending uh, Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, first and foremost, just um, what are you looking forward to the most this season? Just kind of a, you know, 
aerial view of the league in general and just kind of storylines. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, the Aaron Rodgers farewell tour. Um, the last dance. Mm, you're convinced that you're convinced it's the last dance. Yeah, I am. I am. I, I don't think he would have did what he did on social media. He's been trying to get out of there. I think he realized it was a, and the end game just wasn't there. I think Jordan Love was drafted for a reason. I think I think this is the last dance. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Like a fair war. Like, it's gonna be weird. It's like a farewell tour, but kind of like everyone's mad at him in Green Bay. I feel like like it's it's not gonna be like one of those Brett Favre things where it's like, oh, I love you, Brett. Blah blah blah. Because no one knew Brett was coming back. With this, it's like right. if I'm a Packer fan, I'm, I'm happy he's on the team, but I'm also bitter that he doesn't want to be there. It'll be so, better than be playing for the Raiders, you know, yeah. next year or something. Yeah. 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 I'm also, and I guess on the AFC side for me, I'm going to be watching the Bills. I think the Bills in general are kind of, I don't say they're overrated, but I, I'm not convinced they're taking that next step in, in the sense where it's like they're dethroning the Chiefs as the AFC's cream of the crop. I still think the Chiefs are the team to beat, not only um, in the AFC, but even though they lost Super Bowl, I think they're the team to beat in general. Um, so those are my two things in general. Um, that's it. And the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are always an interesting storyline because of the freaking Cowboys. So, yeah. Um, good ones. Um, I think the rookie class for me, the rookie quarterback class is, is probably the, obviously oh, yeah. I have some, some, in, some investment in that, obviously being a Jets fan. But I think every time you have a, 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 a hyped and much ballyhooed um, QB class um, like this one, I think that's always going to take up a lot of attention. I just think seeing, you know, these five guys, you know, um, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Jones, and um, the other guy. your quarterback, Zach Wilson. I, I, I mentioned I mentioned Wilson. There was another one. Oh, you did? Uh, uh, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields. Um, oh, and Lance. Man. How can I forget Lance? Lance. Um, you have five guys that go in the first round, five that are they all very go, they all are good. Like, that's great. I have my question marks about some of them, man. I, I listen, but but that's that's the thing, right? That's what I'm I'm going to be most keen on, obviously. And then, of course, obviously, being a Jet fan, you know, I'm going to be keen on Zach Wilson's development. And then, of course, you know, obviously, the obvious comparison is going to be there: if Zach Wilson balls out and Trevor Lawrence struggles. Ah, look, you know, or Trevor Lawrence goes out there and becomes Peyton Manning 2.0, and Zach Wilson, you know, can't get out of his own way. Then, of course, you're going to have that Justin Fields or Trey Lance or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, I think the young quarterback, the quarterback class, watching this class develop, if all five are going to be great, if like two of the five are great or none of the five are great. Obviously, watching that storyline play, and it doesn't, it's not going to play out over one season, obviously, but just kind of seeing that story matriculate as the season goes on into next season, years following, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I think the Buccaneers are an interesting storyline because um, I think out of all of the past Super Bowl teams, I'd say since in about a decade, they have the best chance of repeating. Um, you know they've brought everybody back. Everybody's yeah. everybody loves each other. Everybody, obviously, you gotta you gotta see what the product looks like on the field. You gotta see if Brady if this is the year Brady finally shows signs of age. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things. No. I'm not betting that either, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Obviously, there's caveats to that, but yeah, I think the Buccaneers are going to be an interesting story. Can they actually pull it off? Can they actually go repeat again? Um, that'll be interesting. I mean, Jesus Christ, what 
what would that do to Brady's life? I mean, obviously his legacy is already cemented, but if he can win back to back with the Buccaneers, it's, it's, it's ridiculous at this point. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's not even like it, it's to a point. Like every time someone achieves something, like when LeBron won his fourth, or like Jordan won mm-hmm. his sixth, like you're like, oh my god, this does. Like now with Brady, it's to the point where it's like, okay, like it's not. It doesn't move any. It doesn't do anything. No. Like, it, how it, how it, much it, more could you move the needle? You can't move the needle anymore. It's almost Brady. unfair at this point, right? Like it's almost it's like r- a cheat. It's code ridiculous. It's like it's like it's, like, it's like, like he's playing a video game and it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. That, straight up facts like yeah. it, that's that's what it is so but I, but i do think that'll be interesting to watch um i think the saints are going to be an interesting s- storyline to watch I as far so as hard for james man replacing drew Brees. listen we all know drew Brees was done i would argue drew Brees has been done for two three years now but you know obviously now he's not there and james winston you know i've never been a big james winston fan i've never bought the hype i I've always felt like he had issues as a quarterback. Listen, not all his fault. He was in Tampa when Tampa was actually a bad team. Remember that? <laughs> um, so, listen, I, I think the kid has talent. I, I'm not going to sit here and say he doesn't have talent, but it's just something between the between here that has always kind of kept him from really being that guy that I think a lot of people expected him to be. Has he grown up? Has he matured from everything that you read? And if you follow the Saints – People are saying the good, the right things about him. So we'll see. Right. This is his opportunity. It's now or never for him. Yep. I mean, if you blow this opportunity, you know, honestly, he's, he's lucky to have had another one. Yeah. You, the, and that speaks to that, his talent. That speaks yeah. to his talent. And then an opportunity like this one to step in on a ready made, you know, championship contending team. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to work. I would not be shocked if Taysom Hill's the starting quarterback by week eight. That's how I feel too. I mean, I, I can't imagine Sean Payton putting up with, you know, the inconsistencies that he had in Tampa. I mean, you're going to have turnovers. It is, it's going to be what it is. But to me, like he's on a very, very short leash, a very short leash. And Sean Payton loves, loves Taysom Hill. Loves him some. Uh, yeah. Taysom Hill's making that money for a reason, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the Saints are going to be an interesting storyline to watch. I think the Patriots are going to be an interesting storyline to watch, you know, Belichick can he can he get this can he win without Brady that's that's kind of the storyline that's out there right you know Brady yeah. won his Super Bowl with without Belichick now you know obviously I don't think Belichick's gonna win a Super Bowl but you know can he can he make the playoffs can he be a consistently good team without Brady um is Mac Jones the answer I think that's an interesting obviously you mentioned that the Cowboys are always a, you know always interesting um yeah those will be my, those will be my the quarterback class the Bucks, and I would say, um, and I would say, um, and what was the third one I had? I'm sorry, guys, it's late. Um, what was it? I had the Bucks, Jameis, yeah, and the Saints. Well, the Saints. I had the Saints. Those were my yeah. three, um, my three that I that I had out there. Um, what do you? Who do you? Who's the? Who's the quarterback or the player that you feel is under the most pressure this season? Lamar Jackson. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I think there's a lot of unnecessary pressure. I think it's unnecessary. Um, first, let me say that. I think this guy gets a lot of flack. I, I think he's like the manifestation of like, <laughs> like he he's the epitome of like what people think black quarterback is. I'm just gonna be honest with you. And I yeah, think it's, it's this a lot of race. unfair. It's race motivated. A yeah, lot. it's it's like this very like unfair weight on him. And he's been nothing but success successful. But I do think that like, unfortunately for him, the way it is, if he goes to another playoff and doesn't win a game or underperforms or something like that i as good as he is i could totally see a narrative being formed of like well 
should he like you know what i mean like is he replaceable like right. stupid shit like i and i know this is me probably being paranoid but i think i've seen this enough with like just be honest black quarterbacks like no you're spot donovan, on you're spot yeah. on yeah like donovan yeah. nag like donovan nag was fucking dope <laughs> you know what i mean like he went through this in philly for uh, for a while i mean while this guy is like the best quarterback philly's seen i mean ever <laughs> like he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in philadelphia Eagle history like to me it's like still underappreciated yeah 1000 percent, 1000 percent. so so for me got the nfc championship games with freddie mitchell and todd pinkston but I somehow he's he's a bum that's what's <laughs> like, like okay. it's ridiculous <laughs> led the team to a super yeah. bowl give me a, like give me a break so for me like I, I feel like he's under a lot of pressure just for the simple fact that like he's carrying this weight of like the black quarterback prototype on his shoulders when he's just freaking lamar man like he's done nothing but kill kill in this league when an mvp when- Yep. Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw the same thing with Cam Newton, right? He won a he went to Super Bowl, won an MVP, and then but it was never but it was never good enough, right? It was never, right. you know. Right. So yeah. I so I I don't know whether I, I guess when you ask me who's under most pressure, I'm not sure if he feels the pressure, but I feel like there's like this I I, I don't know if pressure is the right word. Maybe you can fill fill the blanks in for me, but there's like this little like thing in the background where it's like you better uh, succeed. Like I would say pressure. No, yeah. I, I, pressure is a good word for it. I, yeah. Yeah. Lamar's Lamar's there. Um. I guess for me, the person that I would say, and it's more me putting pressure on that person. I know you. I, th- I think it's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I think it's Matthew Stafford. I think he is the quarterback with the most pressure this year. I, oh, man. And the reason I say that is because there's, there's no more excuses this year. There's there's no more, oh, poor Matthew Stafford. He plays in Detroit. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, poor Matthew Stafford. He deserves a purple heart just for just for enduring all the dysfunction and the, You're mocking and the me. mess that, that goes in, in Detroit and all this You're other thing. Me. Oh, poor Mark. This, this is revenge Matthew for college Stafford. football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor Matthew Stafford. Calvin Johnson retired and Matt Patricia's an idiot and, you know. You know Henry Ford's god sister daughters <laughs> and all this other stuff. Like you know, that oh, he plays Dallas. in Detroit, and that, Flint doesn't they, have they drinkable water, Dallas. and all this other things. Like poor Matthew Stafford. I don't want to hear it this year. Fair, fair. You're in. You're on a. You're on a team with boy genius. You know everybody's consensus boy genius. The the man who basically reinvented football, Sean McVay, <laughs> right? You're on a team with a great defense. Yes. You know, you're in LA, yes. big market, all the attention, the, the, the lights are on bright, the cameras are all pointed. Like, it, it's time now. It's go time now. I don't want to hear any more excuses. I don't want to hear, oh, he plays in Detroit. He doesn't have talent around them. No more. That's it. Like, that, 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 that gets laid to rest now. Now I want to see Matthew Stafford go out there, win 12, 13 games, and at the very least, get to an NFC championship. I'll, you know, I'm not even going to say he's got to win a Super Bowl. I think he does have to win a Super Bowl, but I, I, I'm not even going to do that this year. I think getting to an NFC championship at minimum is is the best result for him. And you know, I I, I, I don't I don't think that's unfair. He's made a lot of money over his career. He's had a lot of you know everybody basically you know basically falls all over themselves telling me how great of a quarterback he is, and he never wins. And it's always oh he doesn't have this and he doesn't have that and I'm not just saying you uh, others count everybody in the it's NFL okay. world has it's told okay. me for hey, years yeah. for years that Matthew Stafford is is it's oh my god it's a, like Matthew Stafford literally like people will tell you Matthew Stafford deserves the presidential medal of freedom because of everything that he's endured Detroit, in Detroit, Detroit is a is a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's Felucia, right? Yeah. Who knew? It's Kabul. It's Kabul. Do, do, do we do we know what the um, what the uh, women's rights are in 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 Michigan? No, but I um, I, but I, I care about Detroit women. I really do. Right. We we all do. We all do. We all. Do. Um, <laughs> Just don't drink the water. I don't know where. No, the, yeah, don't do that. The piping systems from. Yeah. To, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where all that works. But anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, man. I, I think I think Stafford is is the quarterback with the most pressure. I also think Dak is under a lot of pressure. Um, kind of similar to got paid. similar to, to to Lamar in the sense, a obviously skin color, and I think the added caveat of him having you know being paid, his health issue being kind of a question mark. Literally, a really a weird situation because you don't know what to believe. You know. The media seems to think that he's still hurt. He's putting out there that he's not, and the Cowboys are putting out there that he's not, but they're concerned. I, who knows what to believe? So I think Dak is under a lot of pressure um, this year. And then, of course, the, the five quarterbacks. I think they, they're all under their own unique set of pressure. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the savior, so he's got he's to look like the savior, or at least yeah. – flashes of the savior same, same right. thing for zach wilson same thing for for trey lance I, I think out of all of them trey lance is under the least amount of pressure just because garoppolo is well, there to win in san francisco um right right so. right but to me I, I think i think zach's not under a lot of pressure i know it sounds crazy coming from like a like a new york standpoint but everyone's kind of conceded the jets aren't going to be good yeah yeah, it's a it's a very different type of pressure with Zach Wilson than it is Trevor yeah. Lawrence or it's just, you know, even just Justin or even yeah. Justin Fields for that matter. Um, Justin Fields to me, like I, I feel like he has a lot of pressure for the simple fact that I think Bears expectations, Bears fans' expectations for him is so high right now. The, the Bears haven't had a good quarterback ever. I mean, ever if you think of, I, I can't McMahon they won a Super Bowl with, but I don't even know if like yeah. he was um. Yeah, that great of a quarterback from from what I know of him, at least. So I, I think there's a lot of pressure for Justin to be like the first great Bears quarterback. Um, so so for me, I think Zach has the least amount of pressure. Yeah, um, you could be right on that. Yeah, I, I so yeah. I, I definitely think the five quarterbacks have pressure. Um, you know, you know, even Aaron Rodgers has a. I mean, obviously, it's every year Aaron Rodgers. No, has he does. On him, but Aaron Rodgers has pressure. You know, again, yeah. you know, Aaron Rodgers likes. He's another one. He's another Stafford. He likes to, you know, his sycophants out there will have you believe that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is basically storming the beaches of Normandy with the, uh, you know, with the Suicide Squad and and not right. the act, you know, the Allied Powers or anything. He's, you know, he deserves, he deserves, he deserves a Presidential Medal of Freedom just well, for showing Matthew up Stafford every day. They do deserve that. They do. You know, but, but hey, you know, he's another one that like, you know, you, you got Devontae Adams, you've got a good running game, you have a decent enough defense, you play in the NFC North, you know, get to a Super Bowl. You know, all this shit that Aaron Rodgers wants to talk about, you know, what? he needs to play better in big spots. So yeah. he's under a lot of pressure, too. Um, what? Well, so, yeah, I, I should have pressure who, who who doesn't have any for whatever reason that I've, I've never seen this before. But uh, Daniel Jones is his oh, name? He's white. That's oh. why. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. um, oh, man. I've never. I, I mean, it is un, it's unbelievable to me. Like the amount of grace that New York media has given this guy, he is like even when they skated by, even when they criticize him, it's like it. It uh, doesn't even feel like New York. Like, but it's the fucking Giants, man. That's a, the, the media coverage but that Eli the Giants had and the pressure, Jets man. get. Eli was getting, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because and, he gets yeah. nothing compared to what Eli got. And yeah, Eli. Eli was. I mean, Mark Sanchez too. I mean, it was freaking brutal. Gino, Sam Darnold. Sam, Sam Darnold went through it like Daniel Jones. Man. Like they were drafted. Like, come on, man. Like, 
I've I, and listen. I'm not saying I, I want someone to experience the wrath of New York media. I feel like that's a kind of a, a harsh thing to wish upon somebody. But all I'm saying, he's got off easy. That's all I'm saying. He's, I've yeah, never, he's, I've never seen that in my life in New York listen, media ever, ever. Listen, it's like I he think, plays for the Nets. It's like he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Pretty much, pretty much. He plays for the Liberty. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the Liberty, but let's just let's just no. But it, it is what they're it like, is. They're I like they're like tenth on the totem pole. Um, yeah, listen, he's he's gotten off scot free in in New York, yeah. man. Like he's 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 had a charmed life for sure. So um, I don't understand it. Maybe he's just a really good guy and. He, I mean, he's he won seems people like over. He's he seems like a nice guy. It's never personal with these guys and, and the and the animus with the fans and the media. So, you know, but yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's under some pressure too. You know, it's yeah. last year of his deal. Yeah. You know, even last year, at least for me, it's like, eh, yeah, he kind of got to get the title of game manager. Like, but you it's know, like, eh, it's just like, yeah, yeah is, he, is he is he a championship level? Is he, is he really? Is he a guy you that can, can win really with a championship? You can. To me, he's Jeff Garcia. But I you think know? you could. I think the right team could have won a Super Bowl with Jeff Garcia. Like, yeah. Nick Foles won a championship. Yeah, he, he's that level. He's not a superstar. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's obvious. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a superstar. <laughs> but can he be a solid, productive, good quarterback for ten to twelve, thirteen years in this league? Absolutely. And I think yeah, that. Yeah. But I think he has to prove that. And I don't think he's proven that outside of like half a half a season in his rookie year, and you know eight, nine, ten games of last year. So, um, yeah, I think Baker Mayfield has some pressure uh, for sure. So I think there's a lot of guys with some with some pressure. What about coaches? Oh, that's a good question. Coaches under pressure. Um, off the top of my head, I think Sean McVay. I mean, you want to talk Matthew Stafford. I agree. You, you, you basically have this infighting with Jared Goff. You get him out, ship him to Detroit, and you get a quarterback you want. You're deemed as an offensive genius. Well, now you got the quarterback. You got the weapons. Let's see what you got. You made a Super Bowl already. There's no reason why you shouldn't get back to that Super Bowl and win it. So uh, I think Sean McVay has a lot of pressure. Um, I think um, – why is his name escaping me? Freaking Chicago Bears. What the hell is his name? Oh, Matt Nagy? Yeah, Matt Nagy has some another, pressure on Another him. boy genius? Yep. I mean, he was a boy genius for like six weeks, though. I think everyone's kind of turned the corner on him. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say. You want to talk about gidgety-gadgety off- offenses. Man. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's under a lot of pressure. Um, Kyle Shanahan to me is under a lot of pressure with the Garoppolo Trey Lance situation to win right now in in, um, in San Francisco. So I, I would say off off the top of my head, but mostly McVay. McVay comes to mind first. Yeah, McVay, you're right. I'm on that. And listen, uh, you're running out of people to blame, Sean. No, it's all on him. One thousand percent all on you, 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 him. because you, you, he he you, goes you as Stafford goes. You you can't you can't blame Gurley anymore. He's not there. You know you can't blame his knees. He's they're not there. You know, you can't blame Jared Goff. You got him out of there. Yeah, it's time now. Again, yeah. everybody anointed this guy. And I like Sean McVay. I like yeah. him. I think he's a really good coach. But the whole world has anointed Sean McVay as, you know, Jesus Christ football versions, Jesus Christ reincarnated, you know, and he people forget, you know, he's had some clunkers in the postseason, had one of the worst Super Bowl performances I've ever seen offensively. Or coached in at least, and one of the worst offensive football games I've ever seen. Yeah, it's time now. He's got a lot of pressure on him too. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, uh, Joe Judge, McCarthy. 
Joe Judge. I don't know if I think Joe Judge gets a pass for the simple fact that you know everyone's expecting Daniel Jones to fall flat on his face. Yeah, like Joe Judge will get like a. Yeah, uh, well, he had Daniel I was like Gettleman has more pressure than Joe Judge. Yeah, that's facts. That's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think McCarthy has has pressure on him just for simple facts. Dallas, um, yeah. that division's not that great. I mean, I'm picking Washington to win a division personally. Um, mm. But I do think you know if you, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm expecting to win it. If that makes any sense. Division sucks. There's no reason why you shouldn't you should yeah, win the division. You have the best quarterback in the division by far. Win I agree. I agree. Um, Matt Nagy, I would put second on that list. I think he's got to do something this year, um, or he's going to be out of there, um, especially with Fields. Um, yeah, Nagy, McVay, Kyle Shanahan, another boy genius. You know, basically, uh, did you know that Kyle Shanahan invented football? The Shanahan's invented football, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought, I thought McVay, oh, McVay and Shanahan invented yeah, no, together. No, no, dad, in dad and son Carolina. invented football. You know, right. Oh, okay. You look gotcha, at the history gotcha. of football, you know, it was gotcha. Paul Brown and then it was, you know, Mike and Kyle Shanahan. Got um, yeah. Got you know, the, 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 one of the most overrated coaches. Again, let me repeat outside of the Super Bowl year, Kyle Shanahan is under 500. As a, as a 49ers head coach. Hell was that? He's under 500. What do you think about uh, Gruden? You think Gruden's under any pressure? I mean, he's running the franchise, basically. You know? Yeah. He's he's basically running the franchise. So I, I, I think under a normal circumstance, I think he should be under, under scrutiny, and I think he should be under some heat and under some fire, but I think he's running the franchise. I think him and him and um, problem child are tied at the hip. So I, I don't, um, you know, I don't think they're going to have, <laughs> I don't think they're going to have much of an issue. Um, I mean, I think, I think eventually for the fan base, I think you're going to have to do something. I think they have to win a game. Um, I think you're going to have to win more than nine games there eventually. I mean, at some point, you know, it's like, all right, we're paying this guy a hundred million dollars and, you know, what do we have to show for it besides what six wins, five wins here and there? Right. Like at some point we, we we have he signed it for ten years. Hundred million dollars. hundred million. Oh my god. hundred million dollars. Because you liked oh him in the god. broadcast booth. Because he yells and he has a gruff demeanor. Yeah. And you know, and he won with Tony Dungy's players. Um, so <laughs> he um yeah. Gruden, Gruden, I'll say this, Gruden, Gruden, if I was running the Raiders, he'd be under some pressure, but I don't think he's, he's facing any real, yeah. any real heat. Um, well, so that was, it was another one that, that popped into my head before. Um, damn. Harbaugh? Nah, he's good yeah. there. Nah, the Ravens, they love him. Uh, nah. I don't think Harbaugh. No. I mean, I think I think it would be like if they completely fell flat on their faces, like maybe like three and fourteen, right. like that, maybe. But I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't. See um, I, I think Tomlin's safe, no matter what happens. Tomlin's um, safe. Harbaugh's safe. They're kind of in the same boat. Um, uh, obviously, what about Arizona? We, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. about time. It's about time he did something. You know, they yeah. they spent a lot of money. They've added some pieces there. Kyler Murray. You know, it, it, it's it's time. It's time for Cliff Kingsbury to do something there. Uh, maybe Brian Flores. Maybe. I think last year. I I think last year bought him some some leeway. Um, okay. I don't think he's in trouble. I, I again, if he falls completely flat on his face, goes two and fifteen or some shit. Obviously, that changes. But okay. I don't think I don't think Flores I think I think McVeigh by far has the most. I, I think McVeigh has the 
Yeah. Yeah. And this is not hot seat. This is just coaches that we think have a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, obviously, hot seat, that's a totally different conversation. Obviously, Big Fangio's on that list. Um, Matt Nagy's on that list. Uh, right. You know, so th- those will be the top of the top of the list there as far as coaches go. Um, you think Robbie, you, you, you think Salah has any pressure? First year, rookie quarterback, you think this is just kind of like house money? Nah, house money type of year. I mean, the yeah. Jets, I, I mean, listen, he's replacing. He's replacing probably the worst football coach of all time. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not capping that with is that not exaggeration. Like, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Literally probably one of the worst football coaches on a, on a, on a major level, probably one of the worst football coaches we've ever seen. So by law of averages, just market correction would tell you that he's got to be a little bit better <laughs> than Adam Gase. Market correction would tell you Adam, he has to be an upgrade over Adam Gase. Like if he wins the, like if he wins three or four games, by definition, that's an improvement. He said market correction. <laughs> correction would tell you that it's it's got to be better. Oh, you know, law man. of averages, divine intervention, whatever, whatever, oh, whatever, man. whatever, <laughs> whatever analogy, whatever adjective, whatever. Oh man, whatever you want to use to describe that, you know, he's got to be better. Um, yeah, Andy no Reed. pressure. Nah. Now he won his Super Bowl. He's good. He won his Super Bowl. Now it's it's just house money. I, I think I think eventually we'll get to a point. Like if they lose again this year, and then maybe next year if they lose again, and then it's like okay, right, right, right. well you know it's, you got to win more than one when you have this this once in a once in a generation type talent. Um, it'll be it'll be similar. Buffalo. I feel, I feel like by the way about Buffalo, like I think if the Bills lose this year and then they lose a year after that, then it's going to be like all right. Sean McDermott, like you gotta. <laughs> I I like McDermott, man. McDermott's a hell of a coach. But I, I think I, I, I think like Buffalo McDermott more than I like Josh Allen, which is weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's weird. I think McDermott's a hell of a coach. I think McDermott's a hell of a coach, and yeah. um, you know, I hope that Salah turns out to be in a similar vein. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like Salah though. I'm actually looking forward to the Jets. I, I I really like Robert Salah. I think it's gonna be, you know listen. He's not gonna be he's not gonna be Bill Cowher overnight. It's gonna take time. He's a rookie head coach. It, it's gonna right. take time. Listen with, with anything. If Zach Wilson turns out to be legit, Robert Salah looks like a genius. And if and he's Zach a coach Wilson, for the next 10 years. And if Zach Wilson is is Johnny Manziel, then Robert Salah will be out of there in two three years two tops. Years. Yeah. So it's crazy it's, how you just tied your quarterback like that. It's, that's how it is, man. That's how the game goes. That's how yeah. the game goes. So, um, what's a team that you think is getting a lot of hype that you think is going to be bound to disappoint? Um, you said bound to what? Just to fall flat. Bound on their to face. disappoint. Yeah, foul, foul, foul on the face. Overrated. Whatever you want to use to, to care. A team that a lot of people are hyping up that you're just not. You're not buying it. Um, I I, I don't think the Bills are as good as people think they are. I'm just not sold on them yet. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to fall flat on their face. I think they're going to the AFC East, but I think a lot of people are going off the hype of Josh Allen and what they did last year as a surprise team, a fun team to watch. But I, I, I can't see them repeating that or even being better than they were. I kind of see them taking a step back. Um, so I, I guess I would say the Bills off the top of my head. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. I think a lot of people will pick them because I think a lot of people still kind of feel like eh, they really. Are they really, really as good as Josh Allen? Really this good? Is, is the yeah, and then really also like, maybe Tennessee. 
like Tennessee to me, like you get Julio Jones, but that defense is not like they. Yeah, that defense is not. They they lost some pieces of defense, and you're gonna have to get in shootouts. And even though Ryan Tannehill has kind of like resurrected in Tennessee, I'm not banking on Ryan Tannehill to go against like the AFC crop quarterbacks. Like it's just not happening. So, but even that, like overrated or teams that I feel like are not as good as people are making them out to be. I would agree with you on the Bills. Same, literally same thing. Word for word. I still think they'll win the AFC East, but I think that's more of an indictment on the AFC East than it is on the Bills. Um, I think the 49ers are overrated. I think a lot of people are just kind of expecting, okay, yep, last year was an aberration and they're just going to pick right up and, you know, 14 and three and back to a Super Bowl. Like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Listen, I think they're a talented football team. I think, I know I bag on Kyle Shanahan a lot. I mean, I think he is a good, solid football coach. Is he, you know, Paul Brown? No. Or he likes to think he's Paul Brown. He's not. Um, but I, I think they should be a very good team. I, I just, I don't love that team as much as other people do. I don't think that just automatically yeah. write them into the NFC Championship game. I, I, I don't see that with the 49ers. Um, I think the quarterback situation leaves a lot to be desired. Um, Trey Lance did not look good in preseason. He had his moments. But and to be expected, the kid hasn't played in two years. He hadn't played a football game in two years. So I don't know any. Listen, you could be the biggest Trey Lance supporter out there to to think that this kid was going to walk out there and basically beat Garoppolo when not playing football competitively for two years. I don't care how much you've practiced. I don't care how many quarterback coaches and stuff like that you've gone through and training and all that. You know, you're just not going to you're not going to do that. Um, But I think the quarterback situation is going to be something that's going to be worth monitoring all year. Um. Their defense, they got a lot of guys coming back. Are all these guys going to be healthy? You know, everybody just assumes like, oh, yeah, Joey Bosa, go on in. You right. Know, you come on in. Like, it's, it, it's going to take some time, I think, to get readjusted. So I think the 49ers are going to be, I think a lot of people love the 49ers, and I think they're a little bit overrated. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of another team that is getting a lot of hype. I think the Browns. I think the yeah, Browns. I think, I, yeah. I think there's reasonable expectations with the Browns. I, I don't think anyone's like jumping the gun with them yet. I think there's like cautious optimism. That's the vibe I wanted, I get, at least. See, that's the thing. I wanted to pick a team that I think nobody's talking about as maybe being a team that kind of has a setback because I think everybody's kind of like, oh, I think the Browns can win nine, ten games. And I'm like, eh, maybe last year was an aberration. Like, maybe are they as good as they were? Like, I think everything broke right for that team last year. It is right. the Browns. So history does precede them. Unfortunately, that's part of the deal when you're doing these type of things. Like, you have a long history there to 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 to, uh, to dissect. But just from this year, just analyzing this year, I think they should be a good team. But again, Baker Mayfield, what is he? Is he the Baker Mayfield that we saw in the second half of last season and right. part of his rookie year, or is he the is he the Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens? I'll tell you what. If he you fails, uh, it's going to be blamed on Odell. Well, of course, right? Um, Odell, <laughs> oh, the, the the specter of Odell Beckham Jr. that's still there. You know, are they going to stay healthy? You know, listen, they they have the necessary tools. I mean, that offensive line is brilliant. Their running game. I mean, they have the best running game in football by far. And then um, their the defense, Miles Garrett and freaking Clowney. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, their defense is good. Um, yeah. They should be. They should mm-hmm. be. I just wonder if they're really at that level where I'm just going to go to the bank and say, "Yep, Browns are." Let's go. Browns are going to win that division. I yeah, I I don't I don't see it. Um I don't see it happening that way. Um what's a team that you think is not getting enough love? Washington. 
Hmm. I think they have really good defense. Good Listen, I know Ryan. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick's a gunslinger. I get it. Like I, he's a he's a bridge to whatever quarterback they're going to have later. But I think they're going to rely heavily on Antonio Gibson. They're going to run the football a lot. Um, I think Ron Rivera. You know the way he coached in Carolina. He was kind of you know without Cam Newton at least. This, I'm talking about the time after mm-hmm. Cam Newton. They were conservative like with their offense through when they had to throw. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick can do that. I don't think they're going to expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to go out there and win them the freaking football game. <laughs> I think yeah. they rely heavily on their defense. I think they're going to run the ball, control the clock. I think Antonio Gibson's going to have a huge year, and I think they're going to be really freaking good and hard to beat. They have some good receivers. And Fitzpatrick, yep. you know he can make plays. So That's what yeah, I'm saying. And, and, a, and that's, that's the thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like He's been in roles where he, like, he had to win games for his team. I don't think he has to do that with his team. I think he has to be a game manager, and he's perfectly capable of doing that. Um, and then when he has to make plays, he can. You know, McLaurin is one of the best young wide receivers in the league. Logan Thomas is developing as a tight end. And you have Antonio Gibson you can hand the ball off to. Like They're going to be good. I think Washington's going to be really good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a really good one. Um, I think Minnesota. You know, really? I think Minnesota disappointed yeah. a lot of people I just last can't, year. Can't trust Minnesota, bro. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, <laughs> I, listen, I listen. I don't feel confident about this, but yeah, I think Minnesota. I think so many people. I think Minnesota let so many people down this year that I think people are just kind of steering clear of them. I think last year was one of those years where everything that could have went wrong for Minnesota went wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, injuries. You know, the defense fell apart. Dalvin Cook. I mean, all these other things. I, I, there's talent in Minnesota. You know, I, I love the coach still. I don't think it's his fault. I think he's been a little bit unlucky there. Um, Kirk Cousins is what he is. But, you know, I, I, Kirk Cousins is – I mean, if we're if we're basically saying Baker – you can win with Baker Mayfield. You can win with Kirk. I think you can win with Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins yeah. is arguably better than Baker Mayfield. So, um, listen, if Kirk Cousins can play Kirk Cousins style of football, consistent – you know, I, I don't love him in a big game, but over the totality of a 16, 17 game season, if he can throw 30 touchdowns, you know, 10 interceptions, throw for 3,000, 4,000 yards, a Kirk Cousins types year, like, and the defense is, it's, it's bound to be better than it was last year. I mean, last year, the defense was so bad. They've made some additions. They drafted some good players. Um, I, I think that, I think Minnesota can have, I, I think, listen, they have defense, they run the football. They have a good coach. I think Minnesota can definitely be a, a bounce back candidate. Um, I'm not yeah. betting the house on it. I'm not telling you to go bet the house on it. Right, right. But um, I think Minnesota could definitely be a bounce back candidate. Um, I think Arizona is a team that I think quietly I'm not ready a lot to of jump on that. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, they look good on paper. They look good. I, I know they look really good. Know, they really look. Good. They look really yeah. good on paper. I, yeah. The coach still concerns me. I, I'm not sold on the coach just yet, but I think they have talent. Um, it's crazy. It's weird saying this because I'm still not sold on the coach and I'm still kind of not sold on the quarterback. I'm like, not either, I, man. I, I, like, I think it's an unpopular thing to say. I'm, I'm happy you said it first so I can kind of yeah, chime in. It's like, it's like, it's hard because it's like nothing on the surface tells you that he's not good or hasn't lived up to expectations, but it's just little things with Kyler Murray. Like, eh. Something's off, right? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'm not, to me, it still feels very gimmicky with Kyler Murray. I I just, I, I I don't, I don't love it. Is that that Cliff or is that Kyler? It's, I think it's both of them. Okay. I think they're, I think they're, I think they're, they're tied at the hip. I, I, I think that, you know, I think they're, I think they're tied at the hip. I, I I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's more Cliff than it is the, Kyler Murray, but yeah, I'm I'm still not all the way sold. I'm like I'm there, 
Like I got my hand in my pocket. I want to make a purchase, but I'm not there yet with the quarterback. Right. Um, I have to see more. I think this is a big year for him. I think he's under a lot of pressure too. I think this is a year now where Kyler Murray now needs to like officially take that next step. I think for a lot of people, he already has. I'm just like, eh, not really. I don't know. I, I, it's weird with Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm not officially there yet with him. Yeah, I'm I, I've never, I've never loved the coach, so I've never been there with the coach. I have, he's done a better job than I thought he ever would, but still, uh, I, I don't know if he's a. I, I, to me, he's more style than substance, in my opinion. Um, he's a hell of a coordinator. He'd be a hell of a coordinator somewhere, but as far as an NFL coach, a head coach. But we'll see. But I. But listen, they look good on paper. I think they should be a very good team. I think they're. I, right now, if you look at roster for roster, I, I take their roster over Seattle's. Right now, top to bottom, all fifty three. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously Russell, <laughs> I mean, obviously Russell Wilson, and and you know. I mean, I like Seattle. I like Seattle, man. I really do. I, I think they got playmakers on three levels on the defense. I know they were terrible last year. I believe in Russ. I don't. I don't. Now Seattle. Nah. Listen, though, the, the line, what, what the offensive line? That's where the it, offensive like, line. The offensive yeah. line. Pete Carroll's coaching. Um, it Seattle's a weird team, man. It's like they, they just go through these stretches where they should be better. You know, they'll start they out. They'll go six and zero. Like the best. They'll go six and zero, and then they'll have a stretch where they're like four and six. Yeah, and then it's just like, what happened? Like, yeah. what happened to this team? You know, it all can't be Daryl Bevel, so it's, it's, it's not. It's not. You know, you can't or or, or Schottenheimer. Um, yeah, I their running game still not great. You love their defense more than I do. I don't love their defense. I don't love their defense. I mean, their defense is obviously awful last year for the most part. It, they turned it around at the end of the season. I just think when you have playmakers in three levels of the defense, like that's a lot of it's bound to be better than it was last year it's bound to be better yes market correction there it goes that goes that term again yeah like they're correction will tell you that very opportunistic defense like will teams put up points on them yeah but they'll turn teams over and they'll score them (coughs) i do yeah they should be i mean but i think if you're looking at these teams in the nfc west and we'll get into the divisions later on but i think if you're looking at these teams honestly you can make the case that seattle has the worst defense in the division Seattle, Arizona. On paper? Yeah. I mean, is it crazy to say that they probably no, it's not have the worst defense on, on No, it's on not paper? crazy. But but that's not an insult. I mean, there's really good defenses. In right. There. I mean, it's a good division. It's probably yeah. the best division in football, right? But, yeah. So, yeah. I I, I just uh, – to me, Seattle Seattle's going to win 10 games. They'll be there just because Russell Wilson rolled the football out there. They'll, 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 they're the last wild card team. They'll sneak in. Yeah, they'll figure out a way to win. Um, yeah. just because it's Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and they just, they know how to win football games. Yeah. But again, they have a ceiling. They have a short shelf life on that team. And I just, I don't, I, the, the issues that I've had with them over the last couple of years, I don't see it improving. Like, I think the line is still an issue. I think the running game is still an issue. I think the defense, while it's better, it's still an issue. And, you know, you know, Russell Wilson's another guy who in my book has some pressure. It's like, you know, there's another Russell guy who loves, out. he wants out, man. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Who knows if you believe if you read the tea leaves he wants out I, so but does someone like that have any pressure right because it's like if you want out like if you if you perform poorly well but pressure in the sense of a public opinion right because the right. media won't won't give him this heat but i will like you know he's another guy who big spots he hasn't played well i mean you gotta be honest you know he's another one you know everybody likes to think that you know oh my god poor russell wilson he's playing with nobody 
uh, you know, he's he's also laid some eggs in big spots, you know, so you know, he's got to play better. So yeah, I, I think I think the Seahawks are in a lot of ways, they're the most they're the easiest team to pick because you just know they're gonna go ten and seven. Right. Eleven. It's still weird to say. Ugh, ten and seven. Somehow they'll find a way to do so. Yeah, they'll, they'll still still figure out a way to win 10, 11 games just on talent alone, on coaching and the quarterback. Right. You know, they do have a great receiving core. They have a dynamic offense, um, even with the running game issues aside. So yeah, but it's weird. They have they have the lowest ceiling of all those teams in that division, I think. But okay. um Trying to think of any other storyline and stuff before we get into the divisions. Um, oh, I guess we'll close as far as this topic with the quarterbacks. So we talked about the five quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks. Who do you think is going to be the best? At all of them? Who thinks like career wise or just this year? We'll do you. We'll do this year and then we'll do career wise. It's fun. Why not? <laughs> I don't. I, I really mean this with all my heart, Manny. With my heart and soul. Oh, I love man. Zach. I love Zach Wilson. I'll say it. Oh God, I love Zach, I love Zach Wilson, Manny. I'm trying to take a measured approach with it. I love I'm... Zach Wilson, man. <laughs> I just I watched him play. I know it's preseason. Obviously, you can't take much of preseason. I get it. Um, he just looks like he could ball, bro. I mean, and, and little things like right. So what I do is when I look at a quarterback, like how's he throw the football? He throws it very well. He has a big arm, but like. Just the fact that like he's already going through progressions, like I could see him going through his progressions mm-hmm. and doing it well and completing passes too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and and adjusting and getting out of the pocket correctly when he has to. Doesn't really have cold feet when he has to. Like to me, man, like he just he has it, dude. Like he's. I think the Jets have finally found their quarterback, Manny. I want to hear. I it. think I, I think know. Zach Wilson is going to be the quarterback for the New York Jets for the next fifteen years. I am taking a measured approach. I am. <laughs> I am not saying anything to the pro. Maybe I'm trying a different strategy here. God, I'm, I promise. I've had enough. Manny, just, I like Zach, him a lot. Zach man. Wilson will be, you know, I, name, you know, name a quarterback. He'll be, he'll be Johnny Manziel. I, that's how I'm going to go into the season approach. If he exceeds my expectations, great. I am not, I'm not getting you know excited. What? I'm not, I'm not doing it. What are you thinking, man? Be honest with me. Be honest. Listen, I, it's too hard. I know it's too early. To it's 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 too early to yeah. tell. This preseason is is been the most unique preseason of all because obviously the circumstances involved. So who the hell knows? I who the hell knows? Who who knows what any of these quarterbacks? You know, it, I, I, listen. I'm the more and the older I've gotten, and the more I've watched football over the years, I've realized that the draft is a crapshoot. Nobody fucking knows. Does anybody know? Everybody can sit here and pontificate. You know, oh, this guy's can't miss. I remember a couple of years ago, Carson Wentz was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Can't miss, MVP. Can't do this. Won an MVP. And then what happened? You know, now a lot of that is injuries. But if I would have told you back in 2017 that Carson Wentz would be playing on the Colts, I, I'd have told you you're lying. You're lying, right? right. I told you this. You're no way. So who the fuck knows? Who the hell knows? Nobody knows. No, you don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. No, nah, we don't. Nobody but I, I'm just telling know. you how I feel. We, we, listen, we, question, we all I do our best guess. We all try right. to do our best guess. Um, listen, from the things I've seen, I like him. I like yeah. him a lot. I'm trying not to get too excited about it. Because again, I, I saw the same thing with Darnold. I saw the same thing with Sanchez. I've seen it with every countless of other young quarterbacks that shown flashes. And then it's like, okay. Nah, this one was a dud. Um, and listen, it's hard with young quarterbacks because circumstance plays a lot, plays a lot in how you evaluate these guys, where they go, the teams, the management, who surrounds player, how you surround them with players around them. All these things are important. 
the thing that excites me is that I finally feel like we got it right from the front office and the coaching positions. You know, we have actually an offensive coordinator um, in LaFleur's brother, in Mike LaFleur, um, of a solid, like a legitimate, I don't want to say guru, but a, a legitimate offensive play caller for the Jets, which just feels like forever since we've had one. Um, you know, we have obviously Salah is a really good coach, I think, or at least has the potential to be a really good coach. Joe Douglas is a good GM. Um, so I think we finally have the infrastructure pieces there. It's just the it's like the Knicks last year. Yeah, listen, I I'm trying not to get too excited, man. I'm just like, listen, I'm trying to pump you up, bro. Just, just, just don't be Jets. I'm, I'm not doing it, man. I'm taking a measured approach this year. I've I have not even said anything about the Jets. I've not said I'm just taking a very measured wait and see approach with the Jets. That's my strategy, man. I'm not trying to set myself up for the okie doke. I'm not trying to set myself for the ultimate failure. I'm just you taking a measured approach, though, right? You know what has to come first? The Sam Darnold revenge game week one. After that. And and that's the that's the other thing too. It's like yeah. watch Sam Darnold play the game of his fucking life. Oh, four and, touchdowns. And and Zach Wilson throw two picks, and yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. it's panic and chaos and jet. Yeah, mode. Sam like, Darnold's going like twenty three for twenty nine, four touchdowns. Uh, you know it's going to happen, right? Yeah. You know you you know it's yeah. going to happen. Like Sam Darnold won't do shit the rest of the year, but he'll fucking right. ball that game, of course. Yep. And then it'll change, and it'll frame the narrative for the entire season. Yep. Um, and that's another thing. That's the other reason why I'm like, I'm still kind of like hesitant because you know, it's going to happen. Like if they had opened against literally any other team, I'd be fine. It's just, it's Sam Darnold. It's literally the guy that you replaced Zach Wilson for, you know what I mean? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But um, as far as the young quarterbacks, I like Zach Wilson. I've liked what I've seen. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I, I still think pound for pound, yeah, schools, everything there. I mean, the only issue I have with Trevor Lawrence is the infrastructure. Jacksonville, um, Urban Meyer, I think is going to be a disaster as an NFL coach. <laughs> it's, it's already starting. The fact that so you that's thought the case, you got to give Trevor Lawrence like a good like three years grace period, right? Two, three years. I think talent alone is what's going to save Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just got the raw skills. It's just there. Things you can't teach, size, mobility, the brains, the, the intangibles. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence has all that in spades. So I think that'll help him. But I think the infrastructure is what's going to keep Jacksonville back, at least this year, maybe next year and beyond. I just don't think – I think Urban I think Urban Meyer was a bad hire. I, 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 I've, I don't understand the hire. I still don't understand the hire. Um, Urban Meyer – Urban Meyer – it's you signed Tebow. It's like you doing whatever you can to build a fan base there and, and create hype. That's really what it seems like to me. To me, least. build a team and that'll create the fan base. That'll create build a sustainable waning organization. To me, they should have hired Joe Brady. They should have hired somebody else, a young offensive guru to pair with Trevor Lawrence, not Urban Meyer. I've never looked at Urban Meyer as a, as a oh my God, this guy's going to kill it in the NFL. I just never looked at it. To me, he's never been to me. He never screamed NFL coach to me. Um, and I just, I don't understand the hire. And so far, just from everything I've read and everything I've followed, um, the, the Tebow signing, you know, trying to fit that square peg into a round hole. I, I just, yeah. Uh, so Jacksonville, no. I'm concerned with Fields. He had an up and down preseason. You know, you thought Fields would go out there and just completely leave no doubt that he was going to win yeah, that job. It's more about nagging me, though. Yeah, it's more about Nagy, and then he doesn't have a lot to work with from a skill yeah. position type. You know, you know, he does have Allen Robinson, but he still doesn't have a lot to work with. Um, yeah, it's it's hard with these guys. I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence this year. Well, actually, no, for this year, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say Zach Wilson by default because I think he's going to get the most opportunities. I mean, Lance is not going to start. I think Fields is not going to start right away. Um, Trevor Lawrence, we talked about it with the infrastructure. I think career still, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I think he's just got all, he's just got everything, man. If, if you could design a quarterback in a lab, Trevor Lawrence would be the, the is he, quarterback. That's the thing. I, I didn't watch college football. Uh, I just knew everything I know about him is like hearsay, like generational talent. He, he's, he's, he's a generational talent. Man. He, he's, he's basically he is, what Andrew Luck he's, was. He, yeah. He's, he, again, if they, if they, again, the infrastructure is the biggest thing with him. And, and, and that was the biggest thing with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck had the talent. It was just the infrastructure, right? Coaching, yeah. the offensive line, the protection around them, the weapons. Th- that's, that was what did Andrew Luck in. It wasn't Andrew Luck, his play, you know, Andrew, the last year Andrew Luck played, he, he sh- probably should have won an MVP. Like, you know, so Andrew Luck has had talent, and I think that that'll be the same thing with um, with Trevor Lawrence. So it's weird, man. I, I think all five, and that's another thing too. I, I I will say this: I think Mac Jones is a bust. I'm sorry, I am I'm not impressed. Yeah. I've not seen enough from Mac Jones to sit here and say that yeah, Mac Jones is going to be this this great quarterback. I think he's a I think he's a product of Alabama system. I think he's a product of of J, of uh, Waddle. Um. And 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 those receivers in Alabama, I, I I just yeah I don't see it. And as far as who else, I think has I think Fields has question marks, man. I had question marks on Fields. Now Fields has raw talent that you just can't teach, but some of the progressions, you know, latching onto too many rece- you know, to the, to one target for so long. I, I, some of the issues that I think a lot of people had question marks with Fields, I think are still present. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then Lance. Who knows? Lance is the ultimate boomer bust. Like Lance can be great or he can be bad. Yeah. Like I, I don't see much in between with Lance. So it's going to be interesting. I, I think this is a fascinating quarterback class to watch. I really do. So we'll see. All right, man, let's run through these divisions. Uh, right, man, I wish I had, we wish I had we some theme songs playing, but in my head, I have them. All right, let's run through the NFC first NFC East. You got I mean, the I, Redskins, you got the Eagles, you got the Cowboys, of course, and the Giants. Uh, who do you got winning this division? I got Washington winning the division. Um, like I said, one of the more slept on teams. I think they're they have the best defense in the division. I think their offense is going to be sustainable enough where they're going to control the clock. And Ron Rivera, to me, is probably no. He is he's the best coach in that division as well. So to me, uh, I got Washington. I've got Dallas. Okay. I know I probably shouldn't pick Dallas, but I just think Dallas has too much. To, eventually, the most talent by far. Most talent by far. Yeah, I think having Dak back will help. Um, you know, I listen. I know Mike McCarthy is not a I, he's not beloved in NFL circle, at least NFL fans and NFL Twitter. But I still think Mike McCarthy is a good, solid football coach. Um, he did win a Super Bowl. People forget that he did win a Super Bowl. Like he did help coach <laughs> in that Super Bowl. But, right. Got to give him whether you like him or not. He does he get credit for that. Yeah. Um. So I think he's a solid head coach. I mean, is he is he Bill Parcells? No, but he's a good coach. Um. You know, their defense was so bad last year. It's got to be better, right? Law of averages will tell you it's got to be better. <laughs> just, 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 just happenstance. It has to be better, right? We'll see. We will uh, see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. I just think it's Dallas. Uh, now I, I think it's going to take nine wins, maybe ten. That's it. I, I don't see Dallas going. You know, you know, fourteen and you know, I don't see for Dallas going fourteen and three. But I, I think Dallas is going to win this this division, and okay. I could see the Redskins um, 
Giants, no. I think the Giants, Giants are yeah. the Giants are overrated. I think the, I think Joe Judge is convinced the New York media that he's a big time coach. I, I don't think. I he's think a Joe Judge coach. is a fraud. Your lips to God's ears. You're you're the Giant fan, so uh, I'm the only I Giant fan saying that. Yeah, I don't know because he yells and he makes players run stadium stairs and laps and stuff. And he's, he's, gonna get and he's got Nuke Rockney in him. And yeah, that gets old. old when you don't win. When you win, that works. When you don't win. But even, but even like, so there, like you can yell, you can be that type of coach, but you still have, there's, there's a certain amount of give you need. Right. And he doesn't have any of that. Like, <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's no chill with him whatsoever. I think that act is going to get very old, very fast. I've actually said this since the middle of last season. Um, it's one take that like, if it happens, I know for a fact I was the only person saying it at one point, which would make me feel like the smartest man in the world. Yeah, listen, you're the only giant fan I know that's saying it um, yeah. because they basically have, you know, they, you guys basically have yellow jackets prepared for uh, Joe Judge. And I'm like, Not oh, me. slow down there. Not slow me. down. Um, yeah. This was a guy that nobody else had on their radar as far as a coaching yeah. hire. Got into an, a fight with an offensive lineman coach last year. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah listen. It is what it is. The Eagles, to me, the Eagles are going to be a disaster. Trash. Uh, the, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I. There's nothing optimistic I can say about the Eagles. I, I'm not even sold on Jalen Hurts. Uh, the coach hasn't exactly inspired me. Um, so, yeah, I think the Eagles is going to be a long year in Philly. It's going to be interesting that team too, because if it if it gets bad there, quick. Um, you know. Howie Roseman still has a job though, apparently. Job, job for life. <laughs> job for life. Um, NFC North. Uh, who you got winning that division? Green Bay. Still think they're the best team in that division um, by far, to be honest with you. I don't think I'm taking the Bears seriously. I know you're high in Minnesota this year, but I can't see Minnesota even coming close to knocking off Green Bay's division. That's that's Green Bay's division. Um, listen, they were in the NFC title game last year. And in, in my opinion, they should have won the Super Bowl. So this is a team that can win the Super Bowl. Um, it's Aaron Rodgers last year. I think he's out to prove something. Uh, it, to me, it, he would love nothing more than win a Super Bowl and shove it in everybody's face. Uh, big middle finger. So I got Green Bay. I, I just don't think there's another team in the division that can compete with them. I agree. Green Bay is the yeah. team. I don't, I don't even... Why even go through the exercise of trying to convince yourself otherwise? I think until exactly. proven otherwise, they are the team to be in that division. You know, even with the drama side, you know, LaFleur, Rodgers, Adams, the defense is good enough. The offensive line is good enough. Uh, you know, I, I think it's still Green Bay until further notice. Um, I am high on, Vi- on the Vikings. I think the Vikings can be a wild card team. I think the Vikings can at least compete with the Packers. Um, they'll give them a run for their money. But I think at the end of the day, I think it's still the Packers. Um, NFC South, I'll go first here. Um, Bucks. And I mean, again, similar to Green Bay. The only thing with the Bucks is just health and mind fit, mindset. You know, you know. Sometimes when you win a Super Bowl, sometimes you can kind of start the season a little bit of a malaise or adult. You know, you've gone to all the talk show circuits. You know, everybody's been basically showering you with praise all you know for six, seven months, and then it's like, oh shit, we got to actually like now play a season. <laughs> sometimes you kind of get into that little bit of a post championship hangover. Um, you might get some of that, but I, I still think talent wise, if they stay healthy, Brady, you know, Arians, I, I just don't see I don't see anybody really challenging them in this division. Um the Saints, just because the Winston factor is so hard to 
to predict. I don't know what the Saints are going to be. They have the talent. We all know that they have the talent. It's just the quarterback. You know, if it's Winston, I don't know. If it's Taysom Hill, I don't know. I think they're all, I think they're better with Taysom Hill, honestly. And I know that's unpopular to say. It's crazy. But I think they're I think they're better off with Taysom Hill as the quarterback. I, I don't believe in Jameis Winston. So I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of the of the of the Saints. I think the Saints talent wise will, will be there, but I, I just you know, and then of course the, the Panthers and the Falcons. The Panthers, the Panthers will be better. I think Sam Darnold will give them something. Um, you know, rules a good coach. You know, we'll see. But I don't know if they're ready to compete for a division. Maybe a sneaky wild card competitor. But that's it. Nothing more. And then the Falcons are the Falcons. Um, they're another they're another team to, that's hard to predict too because they have such a great offense. And one of these years they're just going to bludgeon teams on their way to maybe making the playoffs again, but I, who knows Matt Ryan. I still think he's good. I still think you can win with him, but who knows? They have a new coach. Julio Jones is not there. I, I still think they're probably battling it out for fourth place. Yeah, I'm agree with you, man. I'm going with the bucks here. I actually didn't want to pick the bucks. I, you know me when it comes to Brady. I'm a Brady hater, just is what it is. So I did everything in my power to look at those standings and say, who can I pick to dethrone the Bucks? And can't. <laughs> I mean, honestly, even if the Bucks underachieved this year and they have finished, let's just say like eleven and six, I still think they win that division. Um, I think they're just headed and shoulders above everybody else for the simple fact that, like you said, the Jameis factor is just unknown. Like, you know, if if you are not stable at that position, if there's a question mark at that position, it's really hard for me to even like you know, justify picking you to win a division. Mm-hmm. You know, if Jameis works out, then yeah, I mean, the Saints can challenge them for the division. Yeah. Absolutely, 1,000% can. Um, but I'm not going to pick them. So I'll, I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I, listen, you could be a part of the Winston family. I don't know. Aside <laughs> from that, I don't know anybody who could sit there and predict, yeah. yep, Jameis Winston's going to throw for 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. and right. you know, If no, you told me that was going to happen, I would believe you. Yeah. Like if, if you were from the future and you said that happened, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, Sean Payton trading him out. Okay. But yeah. I'm not going to predict it. I'm not, not going right. to put money on right. that's going to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a hard division to pick because, again, you do have that mystery with the saints what are they you know so yeah. it's it's hard to it's hard to read um nfc west listen i can't be a matt stafford fanboy my whole career or my whole my whole, his whole career and uh not pick him in this situation give me the rams baby the los angeles rams led by matthew stafford nfc west champs once i got the rams. nfc I- I got the Rams as well, and I've got them as the one seed too. I think the Rams are going to be the best record in the NFC this year. Um, I, it's it's all there. It's it all is. there for them. It's 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 again, no more excuses for McVay or Stafford. It's there for you. You have the defense, you have the offense. Now you have the you know so called quarterback. Now like it's there. There's no excuses. No I think they will be good. I, I think they will be good. Stafford is an upgrade over Goff. I would argue not that much, but he's still an upgrade. Um, he's at least two wins better than Goff, I would think. Um, two or three wins better than Goff. Um, yeah, I, I think the I think that out of all the teams in that division, they have the least amount of question marks, in my right. opinion. So that's we why know I'm they picking are. them. I, I, we, they, we know, know exactly what they are. They're consistent. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're consistent. They're easy to evaluate. They, they have the least amount of question marks, like I said. They have the lowest floor. 
in my opinion. So yeah, I think I'm going to pick the Rams. Um, I think the, I think the 49ers finished second. I actually have all four of these teams making the playoffs. Um, yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. Well, they've got the, it's got the seven seeds now, right? So that's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So you, I, I have all four teams making the postseason. That's that first time in history. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I, I I think that's how good this division, that's how close this division is. I, I think that this division top to bottom is the best in the sport. Um, I think all four of these teams are going to vie for, for a postseason opportunity. Oh. You know, it's not going to be a lock. I think there's going to be some uh, Vikings. Um, I think the bears, I think maybe the Redskins might challenge her a little bit here and there, but um, you know, the saints obviously. So I don't, I don't think it's a lock, but I, I think all four teams make the playoffs as far as, you know, I think the obviously the the Rams win the division. I think the 49ers finish second, Seahawks, and then the Cardinals make it. So that's my pick. Um, that's the NFC. Um, AFC. We'll start with the AFC East. I'll go since it's my division. Um, I got the Bills. Um, I think yeah. kind of similar to the Rams. They're the team with the least amount of question marks in the division. Um, I'm not as high on them as other people are. Basically, you know, already putting them next to the Chiefs. I'm not ready to do that yet. You know, as good as McDermott is, I, 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 that defense still concerns me. I don't think that's a championship defense. Um, it can win you a division. I don't know if it's a championship defense. So that's my, that's the only issue where, I, and then of course, I got to see it again for Josh Allen. He had an amazing year last year. Can he do it again before I start, you know, saying that he's the guy for the next 15 years in the division? I got to see it again. But I think the Bills will win the division. Um, the Patriots will be better. I'm not sure with the Patriots. I don't know. To me, I think they were better off keeping Cam. In my opinion, I'm not a Mac Jones believer. I think they should have kept Cam. I think they're going to rule that decision, in my opinion. Um, see, if they, had kept, if they had kept Cam with the weapons and the firepower that they added, I actually think the, the Patriots could have challenged the Bills for the division. Really? Um, I do. I do. I do. Because I think Cam didn't play bad last year. It, he had nothing to work with. Right. He had nothing to work with. The two things that killed Cam last year was the weapons and COVID. Right. That's it. You know, yeah. and then and then this year, I think they both played pretty well in camp. And then the decision shocked everybody to to release camp. So I, I yeah, I think they're gonna regret that decision. I really do. Um okay. I think the Dolphins take a little bit of a step back. I mean Me too. I think I think it was a little bit of a smoke and mirrors last year. With Same. the Dolphins, um, Tua concerns me. I don't think he's a big time quarterback. Same. Um, it's just me. I think I almost think you did him a disservice by all these rumors with Deshaun Watson, which was stupid. I, I I don't understand that. Why would you put added pressure on your young quarterback by also, hey, by the way, we might go out and get you know an all pro quarterback who happens to be a rapist, by the way, to allegedly. You know, <laughs> right. Would you do that? Like, why would you? Why would you even add that pressure? To, I don't know, man. To getting Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, so I, I think the Dolphins take a step back. And then the Jets, listen, this year as a Jet fan, it's about player development. This year is about seeing what you have in Zach Wilson, the continued development of Quinn Williams and some of the young guys on defense, you know, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, the draft class developer. It's a development of year. Listen, I don't want them to be a complete laughing stock. I don't want them to win one game, and I don't think they're going to do that. I'm as a Jet fan, I'm happy. Six and eleven. Seven and ten. I think it's a I think it's it's more than reasonable as a Jet fan to expect that. And that's a good year. If you come away from this season as a Jet fan and Zach Wilson shows signs, Quinn Williams continues to ascend and become a stud, 
the coach shows you something, the young players on defense show you something, then I think you've had a successful year. I agree. I agree. Um, for me, it's the Bucks, man. I mean, not the Bucks, the Bills. This this division. I mean, like I said, I think the Dolphins take a step back. I'm, I'm not a believer in the Patriots whatsoever with Mac Jones, and um, I think the Jets are going to be better than what people think they're going to be. Um, but they're not going to beat the Bills or dethrone the Bills as the AFC East champions. I think the Bills win this division by at least three, four games. I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, NFC North. AFC North, I have the Ravens. Mm. Um, uh, I, I'm not a believer in the Browns. Not there yet. I, I do think the Browns make the playoffs. I do think they get in. Um, I think they're very well-rounded. But, you know, for me, I I, I just – when I, I think of Baker Mayfield, this is what you're talking about. I, I just don't see him consistently leading a team for 17 games consistently, like – to a division title. I, I just can't see it. And Pittsburgh, I'm not too big of a believer in. I mean, their defense is good. I think they're a little underrated. I think, you know, the way they ended last season, you know, they went on a pretty big losing streak. Then they got embarrassed in the playoffs. I think people are forgetting that they actually are a pretty good football team and they do have weapons offensively and their defense is pretty good. Um, so I have actually three teams in AFC North making the playoffs, but I think the Ravens win the division. Hmm. I've got the Steelers winning the division. Um, okay. I, Kind of similar in thinking of all the other divisions that I've picked in the past. I think they have the least amount of questions of all the teams in the division, even though they still have a lot of question marks themselves. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that the narratives have been framed with Pittsburgh. How they finished last year was so disappointing to a lot of people. I mean, remember, this was a team that was 11-0 and 0 and you know, completely fell flat on their face uh, to end the year. Um, listen, are they that, are they that 11-0 and 0 team? Probably not. Are they that team that finished like 1-0? You know, six or whatever they finished in the last, you know, no. I don't think they're that either. I think they're somewhere in the middle. I, th- I still think they're probably the best team top to bottom in this division. Um, yeah. I think their defense is really good. You know, a lot of things, things that most people talk about last year, they also suffered a lot of injuries on defense. That's what led to them falling apart late in the yep. year. I think they're, you know, I think they're going to you know, get some guys back. Um, I think they'll get TJ Watt signed. I think bringing back Juju was actually a quiet secret underrated move um I, I like that move bringing him back even if it is on a one-year deal um i think it's a two-year deal one a year one year or two-year deal i forget, I forget what one, year. one year okay so um ben looks like he's in shape i think ben will be better this year Agreed. um and Najee harris to me is probably going to win offensive rookie of the year he's he's a stud he's a stud um they finally got a running back in Pittsburgh for feels like forever. Yeah. Um, I think Pittsburgh's I think Pittsburgh's a really good team. I really do. I think if they stay healthy, if Ben Ben stays upright and healthy, um, the line has a little bit of a question mark there. How how well can they protect Ben Roethlisberger? Still a question mark. But I think Pittsburgh's the team to beat in this division. Um, okay. I would say number two. It's crazy because it goes against what I said, but I think the Browns are the second best team in this division. I think the Browns will make the be- the, the playoffs. Um just because I love the Browns defense and I love the running game and their offensive line. And Stef- Baker- Stefanski knows what he's doing with that. And Stefanski's oh. a good coach. Stefanski's yeah. shown me a lot too. I think he's, I think they finally got that position squared away in, in yeah. Cleveland, which feels like for the first time in forever. Um, so, you know, those are good things going for them. Um, I think they do make the playoffs and I think the Ravens make the playoffs. Um, yeah. Um, I think they're the third best team in this division. Um, Something to watch is Lamar with COVID, how how well he comes back from that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see first couple weeks of the season. Um, 
the Dobbins injury, I think it, it's going to hurt them. Um, but I think the Ravens are the Ravens, man. They're, they're going to win nine to ten games. Really, that's it. Be a, be a factor. Be a, right. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just. I'm kind of taking a measured approach with the Ravens this year. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I listen. Could they? Could they surprise me? And win the division? Yes. Um, could they even be the second best team? Uh, listen, they can finish anywhere from one to three. And I, I, I mean, I, we we kind of fell on the same thing. Like yeah. these three teams are making the playoffs. We just have a different right. order. And the Bengals are the Bengals. Uh, right. Listen, the Bengals. Burrow, how healthy can he be? Can he come back? Right. They've taken. They pretty much put him in mothballs in preseason, so they're taking in the axe. So, listen, he's their franchise, and right. rightfully so. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that they should be as careful with him as possible. The offensive line's got to be better for them, so hopefully, hopefully it is. I don't think they did enough to improve that area, but let's hope. Right. Um, they have weapons. You know, the Bengals are going to be competitive. They're 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 going to be competitive. They're not a pushover. So, and if Burrow comes back and he's the quarterback that we saw for nine, 10 games last year, then I think that they they'll put up points. I mean, if they can yeah, they'll put up yeah. points and they'll, they'll, they'll even be a, a spoiler type of team. So yeah. We'll see. Um, NFC or AFC South. Um, I have got the Titans. Um, mm. I think the Titans are the team to beat in that division. I think they've again, least amount of question marks, although they have a big question mark. Their defense is not great. And I don't think they've done anything to really improve the defense. Um, which is weird with Mike Vrabel being the coach. Their defense is still a question mark, but yeah, I, I don't love the defense. Their offense should be really good. AJ Brown, um, Julio, that monster, that monster they have in the backfield. That's all I'm going to say. Just that monster. We all know his name. <laughs> um, Tannehill's found his footing as a quarterback there. Um, I actually think, I actually think, I actually have them winning. I actually have them winning 14 games. I, I think the Titans are going to be really good. I really do. Yeah. Okay. I think their offense is going to, it's going to hide a lot of the deficiencies on defense. Um, and I think Vrabel's a good, I think Vrabel's a big time coach. I, I like the Titans a lot. I got the Colts. Uh, mm. I think that defense is really solid. Yeah. Um, I, I listen, I, we can say all you want about Carson Wentz. I know he was the wonder child. I know he's underperformed the past few years and he's coming off an of injury surgery. Um, but I think he should be ready to go for week one. This is a team that made the playoffs with Philip Rivers as the quarterback. And I think Philip Rivers had a better season than people kind of remember him having in his final season. But Wentz is an upgrade. You can say whatever you want about Carson Wentz. I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, just uh, the graces that he was in in Philadelphia. He just needed to go. Welcome. The, 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 the worst thing that happened to him was Nick Foles winning yeah. a championship. He's That's still it. talented. Um, they have a great offensive line. Jonathan Taylor is one of the best young running uh, running backs in the league. You can control the clock. Their defense is solid. I think they're going to play some solid football, man. I, I I really like the Colts. I really do, especially if Wentz can be anything that he was in Philadelphia. Now, obviously, if I'm picking him to win a division, I'm predicting that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, give me give me the Colts, man. I, I I think they're better than the Titans if they have you know the quarterback play there. I just, just it's just Tennessee's defense, man. It, I I understand. No, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It, it, that's what it is for me. Their defense. It's, it's a both sides of the ball type of thing. I, I I like teams that can control the clock and control the game. That's why I chose Washington. I kind agree. of the same same thing here. I just I like the Colts for that reason. Yeah, I like the Colts. I'm high on the Colts. I love their defense. Uh, their line is really good. Carson Wentz is a little bit of a question mark. I know he's an upgrade. I just think is he healthy? Is he going to play? Yeah. Um, that's, and I, I, that's, why, yeah. that's why I didn't want to go all the way in with the Colts, but I think they would, I think they'll, I, I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, and I, I love the coach. Yeah. Reich is a hell of a coach. So yep. that alone to me bumps them up. So I like the Colts a lot too. Um, the rest of the division, 
the Jags are the Jags. They're rebuilding. Again, they're like the Jets. They come away from this season. Urban Meyer doesn't fuck it up or have a heart attack. Um, <laughs> and um, Trevor Lawrence shows you that he's the second coming. It's a successful year. You know, they've got some young pieces there in Jacksonville. They're building for another day. This is not their day right now. So, you know, if they can come away from this season with the quarterback proving that he's got the potential to be great, they've had a successful year. Um, and then Houston, who that's something I we know, need to talk about. That's, the that's not even like, honestly, man, like real quick. Nothing. What do you, I'll be honest with you, man. I haven't even, since the whole Deshaun Watson situation, I haven't even paid attention to Houston. I haven't even considered what they were going to be. I know Tyrod Taylor. Not, not even the the, the, the team. The team is going to be. I mean, I think they're going to have the worst record in football. I, yeah. Forget the team. I'm talking about the Deshaun Watson situation. I mean, I mean, I don't even know what to expect. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I know Tyrod's starting, but like. The league has handled this so terribly. So it's. it's I'm so. Is he eligible to play? Like, I don't, is he yeah, eligible I don't to play? Know. I have no idea. Because if he's There's eligible the, to play, it's, then it's as the a Texans fan. Wanna, yeah. But Texans that's the. Play. And and I I get it from Texas perspectives because it's like we well, don't want to hurt our yeah just cut him or trade him, but yeah. but the problem is is everybody's waiting for the other person to do something. So the Texans are basically like, well, the league hasn't done anything. They haven't put him on the exempt list, so we we're stuck with him, right? And, and we don't want to play him really, because we don't want to look bad, right? And also hurt our investment when it comes to trading him. So, but then how do you tell the fifty three guys on your team that you're trying to win? You when can. you're basically playing Tyrod Taylor over it's a guy a, and Deshaun Watson. It's a dumpster play. fire. It's, it's, a, a, it's, a dumpster it's, fire. it's Listen, league has handled this poorly and I get it. it. It's a, it's a sensitive subject and it's, it's a It's, it's beyond a legal issue right now. I mean, this is a, a, a prosecutorial issue. Like it's a legal issue through and through. Right. But to me, the league's got to come out. I hope that they come out in the next 48 hours and say, look, we're just going to put them on the inactive list. You know, and just be done with it, not have Houston answer questions about it because every week they're going to answer questions about it. Like, well, if Tyrod Taylor goes out there and throws 19 interceptions in the first two weeks, how do you not play Deshaun Watson? I mean, what are you doing? I mean, what are you telling your fan base? Right. Right. You know? It's it's like they want they want the NFL. To I'm make not saying he decision. should play, but I'm just saying no, they want the NFL to make the, the decision for them. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's 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 bad. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Houston's going to be bad. I There's yeah. nothing two games three at best maybe yeah um yeah they're they're gonna be the worst team in the league um afc west chiefs do we have to do this <laughs> do, we have, <laughs> do we have to do this yeah. <laughs> I, I do think the division is a little bit better than people give me credit for i think the division is more competitive i think la I'm looking forward to the Chargers, man. I'm looking forward to what Justin Herbert can do. I mean, they got to get better defensively too. I mean, you get Darren James back. Like, I, I, you got Bosa up front. I, I understand you have players there, but like, yeah. uh, they're not I have there the Chargers. Yet. I have the Chargers just missing the playoffs. I have the Chargers just missing. Yeah, the I got the Chargers at like nine and eight, ten and seven. Yeah, I have them just missing the playoffs. I think they missed the playoffs to the Colts. You know, Colts beat them out. Um, yeah, I wanted to put him in the playoffs, but I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna leave him off for right now. I'll be conservative with the Chargers. You know, listen, I think the Broncos are competitive too. Look, the Broncos, the Broncos have talent. Well, everyone it's just the quarterback. is sleeping on the Broncos, man. You have a game manager in Teddy Bridgewater. This is the same thing I've been saying. I about almost, I all, I almost went with the Broncos as a because you know every year you have that team that comes out of nowhere that makes That's, the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm I almost to went there with Denver. To, 
yeah. I almost I, went there with they, them. You can convince me the Denver. You can convince me the Denver. You can convince me the Chargers. Denver, man, it's the same thing I said about Washington. It's the same thing I said about the Colts. You have a quarterback who, who, and an offense that can control the clock. They have weapons. Like, Jerry Judy's a they're baller, bro. Their receiving core is sick. Co- like, I think people saying, don't really realize. I think, I think people don't realize their receiving core yes. is sick. Yes. Yes. And Javante, in my mind, passed the eye test. And I mean, I don't watch college uh, football, but as a running back, Javante Williams looked really good in my mind. And their defense is solid. You, yeah, you they still have Philip Lindsay? Like, yeah. I think no, Philip Lindsay's right? in Texas now. He's in Texas. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. But yeah, um, but him and yeah, Melvin Gordon, Williams, like, Melvin Gordon. On, like, yeah, I forgot they have Melvin Gordon still. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, Brock, Denver, Denver is going to be tight end. No offense. No offense is good. They have like, a record, but they have a, and they have a solid defense, man. Denver, Denver is good. Listen, and I, I've been telling all my Giants fans, I was like, listen, before you go to the game, make sure you go to the sports book across the street from Meadowlands and you put money on Denver Broncos because Denver's going to beat the shit out of the Giants week one. I've got Denver too in that game, by the way. They're going to yep. kick the shit out of the New York Giants. Listen, I almost went there with Denver. The only reason, only thing that kept me from going there with Denver is, is Vic Fangio. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Okay. And I don't like Vic, nothing against Vic, but Vic's a coordinator more than he is a head coach. Um, but, yeah, listen, Denver's 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 got a squad. Yeah. If they just if if, if Teddy's healthy and if they had a little yep. bit better of a head coach, Teddy's good. Not, man. It would Te- Teddy not, is solid. It would not. Listen, Teddy is a solid quarterback. He's just black. Is he? He's just black. <laughs> that's his only that's his only danger in life. Yeah, imagine throwing for four thousand yards and then replacing him with Sam Darnold. Imagine that. <laughs> I wonder what what could it be if it was just one <laughs> turning factor that just could tell you, ah, why is he always constantly, you know, fighting for his job? Oh, he's black. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's that's the only issue. Well, I'm happy he beat out Drew Locke. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> Listen, man, you know. Drew, 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 uh, he knows all the all the words to Young Jeezy. So yeah, so that that's a that's that's a bonus, right? That's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bonus. And he's got the complexion for protection, so right, know, right. It's so it's all good. Um, <laughs> it's 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 all good. Um, yeah, listen, I I'm with you 100 on Denver. I really like Denver. I like the Chargers. I'm just not ready to go there with it. The, the Chargers just because they're history. It wasn't all Anthony Lynn. It's just their history, man. Jesus no. Christ, the Chargers. But they'll, they'll get back there. I mean, I, I think Justin Herbert, man. I think they found something with him, and I think as long as you have him. Yeah, you're gonna be. They're gonna be competitive for the next. I'm actually higher on Herbert than I am on on Josh Allen. I, I had this argument Herbert, with somebody, dude. dude. Herbert looks like a like Josh Allen looks like he's playing like backyard football. Herbert looks like a fucking quarterback, like Herbert? Dan Marino. <laughs> I hated Justin Herbert coming out of college. I yeah. I was not impressed with him. I this shows you how what what I know about fucking college football. As much as I love right. it, I I thought Justin. I watched him at Oregon. I was not impressed. I was like, really? This is the guy. Uh, boy, I was wrong. Man, I was wrong. So, hey, he showed me a lot. Again, I got to see him do it again, but he will. Yeah, he's he's legit. That team has a that team has weapons. You want to talk about a team with weapons? He has weapons. I actually think Denver has more weapons. I think Denver's weapons are healthy. I think I think Denver's weapons are a little more underrated, like under the radar. Like no one really knows how good Cortland Sutton is or Jerry Judy is yet because they haven't really been able to show it. Cortland was injured. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's a beast. Noah. Yeah, Fair. Jerry Judy was oh just god. overthrown all last KJ year. Like, Ham- KJ Hamler. Oh my god. Yep. Like, oh god. Denver's 
Listen, you might make me rethink my pick before the, <laughs> before we get out of here. Denver's got a chance, man. Denver's got a chance. Denver's got a chance for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. The Raiders are the Raiders six and eleven. Eh, maybe a little. Oh, they have, have, have an improvement this year. They'll they'll finish uh, eight and nine. How about that? Yeah, I'll be nice. I'll be nice yeah, to John Gruden. That's eight exactly what I'm thinking. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. But you know, and I feel bad for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is such a good quarterback. He's been, he's been, he's been blessed with the genius of John Gruden. So that's kind of a, that's kind of the, yay. It's kind of the long and the short of it, man. But yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we'll have some fun real quick. M- NFL MVP. NFL MVP. I now didn't even think of this. Um, damn, I don't want to be boring and say Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say based off Matthew Stafford. <laughs> NFL MVP, of course, of course. Los Angeles Rams, one oh, seed. If, if the Rams, of course, if the Rams get a one seed and Matthew Stafford throws for fifty five hundred yards and forty touchdowns, you're going to tell me he's not going to be in conversation? Yeah, he might. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, NFL MVP. I almost say I almost want to say Josh Allen because you just know the media has a hard on to just give him one. Like, oh, oh my god! Josh Allen. Yeah, like, if he throws for four thousand yards and they win ten games, you know they're going to try to give it to him. Um, it's boring to say Mahomes. I mean, you can say that it's like the NBA. And it's like the NBA MVP. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to say like you can say that every year. Yeah, um, I'll be fun. I'll say Derrick Henry. I have the Titans finishing with the best record in the AFC, okay. and I will say Derrick Henry wins the MVP. I think he rushes for over 2,300 yards this year. And I think he has one of those AP type of years, MVP okay. special for Derrick Henry. Now watch him get hurt week one and be out for the season wow. with my luck. But Matthew Stafford plus 900 odds to win. So nine to one odds to win MVP he was actually the fourth. He's like the fourth favorite. That's crazy. Who's the favorite? No, fifth Holmes, favorite. Right? Holmes. Patrick Mahomes. Dak Prescott a second. Hmm. Followed by Josh Allen, then Matthew Stafford, then Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, 45 to 1 odds. Derrick Henry. That's if you're really cool. feeling it, man, you, you throw a quick 10 bucks on it, that's $450. I'm not a betting man, so I'll, I, will, I will save my 10 bucks. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Just give me a name. These are always fun because you never know. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, give me uh, Mega Fitzpatrick. Defensive player of the year. I'll go with Miles Jarrett. Like it. So I'll go with defensive player of the year. Uh, There's one more award that I pay attention to. Uh, Comeback player of the year. Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. He's too good. He's too good. Like I don't even care if Baker underperforms. Do, like, do you feel like he's almost forgotten about? Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy to think about it, right? Like, <laughs> it's absurd. The man, he, he's I, I say this all the time. He's not the best wide receiver of all time, but I test wise, he's the best wide receiver I've ever seen talent wise. Now he hasn't put it all together. He hasn't had the stats to show it. I've never seen a wide receiver like him ever. He's Moss? unreal. What's up, Moss? Better than Moss? Moss is, him and Moss are my one and two. Man, Moss, is, Moss was a god. I've never man. seen anyone like Odell, ever. Uh, ever. I'm not going to go that far, but yeah, he's he's great. We all know he's great. Uh, comeback player of the year. 
What the hell? Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. I don't know who to pick. I'll just pick Roethlisberger. Why not? Okay. Why not? Last year, potentially. Okay. Comeback player of the year. You know, has a good year. I like it. Why not? I'll go there. All right. And then, you know, we got to end with the ultimate pick of picks. Super Bowl pick for the 2021 NFL season. I'll be boring. Chiefs beat the Rams. Mm. We finally get that Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, huh? Yeah. We should have gotten a couple years ago. Oh, man. If that, if it was anything like that, uh, was it Sunday night game? Thursday, whatever it was. There was a Monday night game. Yeah, I'm being boring, man. I'm going to be very boring. I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the Rams. I don't, I don't, I try to be creative and and think in my head. I think uh, the Bills are a popular pick, but I, 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 like we discussed the Bills. I'm not really too keen on them. I can't really see anyone from the AFC North going to the Super Bowl. So, by default, the Chiefs. And if, I, if I'm if i this high on Matthew Stafford and the Rams, I might as well go all in. Um, Chiefs and... Chiefs-Packers. Okay. Boring. Chiefs Packers. And I have the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Even town with a ring. Yeah. If he wins, it's it's gotta be hard to let him go, right? Jesus Christ. Like at, at that rate, you almost have to say, you know what, fuck it. You win, Aaron. You win. You win. Because if he yeah. wins, I how do you how do you justify you can't for Jordan you Love? For Jordan don't. Love? You don't justify it. You know. Yeah, I yeah, I Packers, I, NFC, uh, I don't see any other team. I mean maybe, maybe San Francisco, maybe Seattle if they ever get their act together. Yeah, I don't nobody in the East obviously, so the Packers by default. Yeah. The Saints are so scatterbrained. Yeah. It's, Bucks Packers Rams. And I wanted to go with the Rams, but it's Stafford, so I'm not going to go there. Um, yeah. yeah, the Bucks. I just don't see the Bucks repeating. Something's going to happen. An injury. Brady throws a bad pick. Yeah. And I don't see it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Packers. And then um, in the NFC, yeah, Chiefs. Um, yeah, it's Chiefs, man. I mean, it, it, they, are the, they are the Patriots. It's their, it's their I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs win the AFC for the, for the next 10 years, if I'm being honest with you. There'll be somebody that comes out of nowhere and and pushes them, you know. And, there, and there, I get be eventually. Yeah, I, yeah. I we'll see. There there'll be a team that eventually comes and and challenges them. Maybe it is the Bills. I don't see it, but maybe it is them. I think the I think the Ravens have a shot if everything breaks right. Right. But yeah, until further notice, until I see otherwise, yeah, it's the Chiefs. So Chiefs, Packers, Super Bowl. I've got the Packers winning close game, thirty-one twenty-seven. That's my pick. Right. Don't sue me in February. When this doesn't happen, and we have Titans and Rams, don't sue me. So, it is what it is. <laughs> um, all right, man. I think we, I think we covered everything. I think we, we yeah, covered. Uh, oh, one more, one more, one more fun moment. What's just the first coach to get shit canned? First coach to get shit canned is going to be. Um. Damn, I don't know. Matt Nagy. Screw it. I will say Big Fangio for all the things we talked about. The weapons, the defense. Okay. Fucking start out 0-4. Yeah, he's out of there. 
he's out of there. He's out of there. So yeah, that's what I would say is the first first head coach to be fired, Vic Fangio. Okay. Yeah, man, we covered everything. I'm I'm excited. It got me hyped up for football now. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> ready. I'm ready for Thursday night. I'm ready for Sunday. I'm I'm ready for Monday. I'm ready for I'm ready for all of it, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season. It's still it's it still it's gonna take some getting used to with the 17 games. It's gonna feel weird saying 10 and 7. 11, yeah, I, I don't like it. It's weird. It's an, it's an odd number. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, but it should be a fun season. It should definitely be a fun season. So yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be here to cover it. Um, all right, we're gonna get about of here. Josh, do you have anything for the listeners before we are done here? No, I mean nothing in general. The dime's coming back soon, about a week or two. So be on the lookout for that. But aside from that, enjoy NFL football's back, and good luck in your fantasy football team. Uh, if you have fantasy football teams, good luck. Not playing fantasy this year, first time in forever. I suck at it. I'm just I'm learning to just admit that. Like, listen, some things are not for me. Fantasy, <laughs> not one of them. So, you know, I'm just staying clear of fantasy this year. I'm just enjoying the games for what they are. Um, yeah, man, definitely dime. Shout out to the dime. Um, can't wait to that. get back. I, I've got a video this year. All episodes will be video. video. So. Ho ho. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely got to go on there with a Laker jersey on, talk my shit about how go my, ahead, uh, man. You're, you're my, gonna happen my, at some point. My my AARP Lakers are gonna win. I've noticed that you have been my guest, and this was accidental, but for two years, two straight years, you've been my guest for the first episode after the All-Star break preview. Hey, we could do it again this year again, man. Yeah. We, could, we could do it we do it again. Who knows? The Lakers will, be, the Lakers will either be like 40 and 5 by then, or or they'll be, you know, sub 500, and Russell Lakers, Westbrook has choked Lakers, out LeBron James in the locker room. We don't have to discuss this now, but the Lakers can win like 44 games and still win the championship. The regular season means shit. <laughs> and that is that is indeed the life we live as NBA fans, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> that is it. Um, but yeah, man, that's it. Uh, yeah, check out all the stuff we got going on at MLBBro.com. Shout out to Mark Gray, Debatables, all that good stuff. I should be back on this week. I don't know. I haven't checked my schedule. But yeah, shout out to MLBBro.com. Shout out to Dead End. I was supposed to be on there this week, but decided to do the show on Tuesday, so not back on there. Who knows? We might do a watch along for the Thursday night game. I don't know. We'll see. I'll check my schedule again. So I'll keep you guys posted. Um, and then, yeah, just join us back here next week. We're still trying to figure out the times for next Sunday just because yeah. obviously it's going to be football. Do we come on before the Sunday night game? After the Sunday night game? We'll keep Follow we'll us on Twitter. That's why you got to follow us on Twitter at the Manuel Brown at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Um, yeah. And then follow the show on Twitter at AGS pod. Follow it on on instagram at ags podcast and uh yeah you guys know where to find us we're available on all platforms y'all know the spiel y'all know the spiel and then also make sure you subscribe to the youtube page man we'll be live every sunday so we got over 100 subscribers now man yes sir yes sir we're getting there you know 100 today a million tomorrow not quite but no hey guy can dream right speaking to existence um yeah so go subscribe to the youtube page uh it's important drop us a like and subscribe on all videos and leave comments be nice be respectful i don't care if you don't like what we're saying but just be respectful all that good stuff thanks man yeah man (laughs) thank you (laughs) josh is a really nice guy i promise (laughs) jimmy Jimmy door views aside um but yeah man (laughs) Um, my voice is starting to go out because I'm getting that seasonal cold. So I'm going to get up out of here. But um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching on the tube and supporting and all that good stuff. And um, yeah, man, just keep keep joining us every Sunday. So for Josh Rodriguez, I am Manny Brown. This has been Any Given Sunday, the Tuesday edition. We are out of here.
Peace. Enjoy the football, everybody.